election. Major steps are being taken backwards because those who are afraid have hijacked the government and the media. They fear diversity, creativity, and the questioning of authority. Now, more than ever, it is time to unite in a place where you can still be yourself and the freedom of expression continues to exist. Enter the hideout and be heard. What what what's new? Oh, what's new? Hey, what's new? Why am I talking to myself? Oh, J Dubs isn't here. Uh, welcome into the Hideout Real Radio 104.1. I am El Jefe. J Dubs nowhere to be found. I'm and a sexy looking dude. There you are. What's going on? <laughs> um, here's the situation. You want to dial it up and help a brother out? 407 star one zero four one on your singular wireless phones. Real Radio Hideout is the AOL Instant Messenger. Um, ton of prizes to give away this evening. A lot to do. Handling the phones. Intern number one as the Radio Bottom Chunks is still in Washington, D.C., uh, having graduated yesterday from George Mason University after six and a half years of trying to get a, kill, a, a communications degree. Now, um, Tommy Bateman at the, to- at the helm of the talk and roll controls. But what is odd is the fact that J-Dubs is not here. Not only is J-Dubs not here, I have not heard from J-Dubs in a little over an hour and a half. I don't even know what all he wants me to talk about. All right, I'll, I'll, I'll start with this. Usually I start out with the, uh, with the, seven, the hideout seven, the seven questions we want to get answered before the end of the, uh, the show this evening, before 11 o'clock. But I got a call from Dubs, hmm, maybe about 2 o'clock. Actually, I went to go work out this afternoon over at RDV where I'm always working out. I left my phone uh, at my apartment, hideout off-campus housing. And so then I get home and I see that I have three missed calls, all from J-Dubs. And I didn't know if he wanted me to come over because he was cooking out or what was going on. So I checked my voice messages and he's like, dude, uh, I'm stuck downtown my car is broken down. I don't know if it's a battery or an alternator or what, but uh, and by the way, Dubs has just a piece. He has a load of a car. I think it's a cav, but it's like it's really, really old. In fact, and it's all dented in too because there have been a couple of times where Dubs, you know, sometimes in parking structures where they have the real big pillars, and you leave your door open and you back up and your door then literally becomes a jar, and it swings the wrong way it's not supposed to swing. So Dubs has a few dents on his car, and he's been talking about wanting to hook up and get a new one. So anyway, I see this message, and I get this message from Dubs, and I talk to him, like, well, do you need me to come downtown? Do you need me to pick you up? What do you want to do? And he's like, nah, don't worry about it. I got a tow truck on the way. Everything should be fine. I'm like, okay, cool. Well, about 4.45 rolls around. And I called Dubs again, and he's like, um, I should be there any moment. I am putting a new alterate, uh, alternator in my car. I guess that's what he figured out was the problem. Now, I'll tell you this about me. I know nothing about cars. I don't know what an alternator does. 
I didn't even know a car had an alternator. But Dubs is, a, I would say, some sort of a mechanic genius because not only did he know what a what an alternator was, but he's able to put one in himself. So he puts it in, I guess. And he's like, yeah, it's 4.45 at this time. He says, I'll be there at any moment. I'm like, all right, perfect. So about 5.30 rolls around, and intern number two is here because she got here a little bit early. And Dubs calls me again. He's like, dude, I'm screwed. And that's not exactly the words you want to hear from your radio partner when you're about an hour and a half away from doing a radio program for four hours. And so I ask him, then, what's the problem? How are you screwed? He goes, I got the alternator on, but this belt won't go on. And I can't figure out how to get the belt on. And I'm like, well, the belt's not on. Can you start it anyway? And he's like, no, you idiot. The belt is what gets the engine going. Without the belt, you're not having any action. I'm like, what? I didn't even know cars had belts. How many holes are in a car belt? Uh, I think it's a little different than that. Oh, it's not like a belt you put around your waist? <sighs> Actually, it could be for all I know. I I'd probably know maybe slightly more than you. I know how to take apart brakes. I learned that in uh, 11th grade in uh, my auto tech class. I don't even know if I have a V6, a V4. You have a V4. I do know this. I have four tires. Mm. Is that normal? Well, I don't know. Chunks might have done something to them. I know. One, made them mad, one, so. of, them, one of them looks a little odd, Tommy Bateman. I got a steering wheel, and I think I have an automatic. Is the automatic where you do the thing where you where you're always shifting? <laughs> no. Okay. Then I have a standard because I'm never shifting. Yeah, you have an automatic. Oh. Well, see, this is how much I know about cars. But J Dubs, he's a genius to me because he knows not only what an alternator is, but he put one into his new calf or his old calf. Or his piece of crap calf. But now, I have not heard from Dubs. I have not heard from intern number two. I don't even know if they're alive. For all I know, they have run off together in some sort of animal lust um, experiment. They're now at Cocoa Beach, on the beach making love or something. I don't know where the two of these people are. Hmm. Matthew, you're in the hideout. What's up, Matthew? Hey, I want to let you know what an alternator does for your vehicle. What does it do? It makes the power for your vehicle, basically. Your battery will get you started. The alternator continues the power output. So when you turn your headlights on or you use your radio or any other electrical device in your car, your alternator is supplying most of the power for it. So it's not really necessary? It's extremely necessary. Without it, your car wouldn't run. It wouldn't continue to run. Well, I mean, like during the day, though, if I don't need my, uh, if I don't want to listen to the radio or I don't want to have my headlights on, I can still go, right? Nah, maybe. I don't, I'm not 100% on it. I'm not a mechanic genius myself. I just have a friend who's a mechanic. So I know, that's how I know a little bit about it. Huh. All right, Matthew, thanks for the info, brother. No problem. I don't think Matthew knew what he was talking about. I think without an alternator, I can ride around during the day safely. Don't need headlights. Don't need a radio or air conditioning. Or seatbelt. Oh, especially. Overrated. All right, Lionfire says you guys are car retarded. No, I'm not. Forgive me if I don't know what an alternator does. Hmm. It makes the car go. Or what did he say? Yeah, he said something about power. 
Oh, look at this. Look who wants to join us now all of a sudden. What's new? What's new? Uh, how you doing? <laughs> all right, I'm getting this from Matt Albert. Today is a preview for the day when Madden 2006 comes out and Dubs calls in quote-unquote sick. Where are you? I was sick. No, you were My weren't. car's getting fixed right now. Are you just sitting there? Yeah. You can't call a brother and let a brother know? Well, I mean, I thought it was Saturday. I thought we had the day off. I'm sorry. It's not Saturday. You should see me right now. It looks like, and I'm not being racist at all, it looks like I'm in blackface right now because I've been working on my car the whole day, rubbing my face and everything. I'm just completely covered. Oh, so it is a Saturday for you then. It is. But usually the brown stuff that's on me isn't grease, so. It's just shoe polish. <laughs> Where's intern number two? Intern number two is uh, over there in the car. In her, ca- send her back? in her car? Yeah. No, she can stay there with you, I guess. All right. When do you think you're going to show up for work? Now, what's going on is they're they're pushing my car up into the bay right now. All they got to do is throw a belt on, and biggity-bam, I'm gone. Oh, you son So I'm here doing the show alone for the next, what, an hour? No, no. Well, yeah. But I will do call-ins whenever you need. I'll, uh, you know, I'm outside in the beautiful sun so we can do something around that. If you want to come over to the Pep Boys and God knows where and hang out with J-Dubs. All right, this isn't a free commercial for Pep Boys. I'm just telling people where I'm at so they can come hang out with me waiting for my car to get fixed. I'm lonely. All right, go hang out with J-Dubs. Where are you exactly? At Pep Boys? Well, See, I don't, I don't know where. Are you I'm, downtown? I'm kind of downtown. I was uh, off of Colonial, like pretty far uh, east. So I'm not really downtown anymore. Are you near Cocoa Beach? Yes. Actually, I'm near Cocoa Beware. Me and the Birdman have been hanging out all day. <laughs> At some point, you realize you have to come to work, don't you? No. Yes. I called Catherine. She said I had the night off. Well, then so do I. But best of in. Please, like we have best of. <laughs> Are you kidding me? It's been six weeks. We don't have a single segment we could re-air. I'm, uh... I'm over by the Diamond Club, though. I think I can go over and, you know, see some dancing. Right, no, 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 no. you got to come to work. Why? You sound like you're doing fine. Actually, I'm doing you're great. I'm, I'm doing great. It's not fair that you're getting to hang out in the nice Friday night Florida sunset. I'll tell you what, it hasn't been all, you know, sun and glamour for me. Sure I, it is. You're being a dude. You're working on cars. <laughs> and that wears off after the first hour and a half of frustration what happened man i don't know i was just driving and my cd player sounded like it was uh radio going like in and out of uh, frequency like it wasn't picking up the frequency that well mm-hmm. and i'm like that's not the cd all right hold on so, oh hold on a second i got something somebody wants to talk to you dave dave you're in the hideout hey don't believe him I seen him and intern number two standing in line for Star Wars Episode Three again. All right, you son of a bitch, Dubs. If you're going to see uh, Revenge of the Sith again, as much as we badmouthed it last night, I'm going to be pissed. Actually, I am at the movies, but it's not for Episode Three, uh, Revenge of the Sith. I'm releasing my documentary tonight, El, uh, El Drunke Episode Three, Revenge of the Sith. All right, no, you're so. not. You don't even have enough footage yet. I haven't been drunk since that night. So your car, your car CD starts going in and out like it's a radio? 
Yeah, like it's a radio, and then uh, like all my my power lights start going on and everything. So my car just completely dies in the middle of Colonial Road, and so I get it jumped. It starts that back up again. I go to pick my girlfriend up, and it goes out again, and I'm stuck right there. Why'd you turn the car off? Well, I didn't. It, like when it died again, it uh, I was I kept it going, and then uh, that's why I know it's the alternator because it was just staying charged. As long as the battery stayed alive. All right, sounds to me like you're just playing hooky. I dropped like 400 bucks on parts, and I didn't even get to fix it. You've dropped $400 on parts today? Yeah. Oh, Jesus, man. But I do have good news. What? I saved all that money in car insurance by switching to guys. All right. <laughs> no, you didn't. Shut up. <laughs> all right, well, call me back. Go get your work done. Okay. By the way, Josh says we had to taser you when you get back. Give you a jump start. That's bull. You're not here? You're not at work? I'm not Chunks. I I'm not your new Chunks. Yeah, you're Chunks today. Chunks would show up to work. Oh, yes, wait. He He's not here either. God damn it. All right, hold on a second. Frank, Frank, you're in the hideout. Hey, Frank. He ain't that pet, boys. He's a lie that Miss Monster to drink some free berries right in front of me. All right, are you right in front of Frank, Frank J-Dubs? Yeah, me and Frank the Tank are hanging out having a keg. Get here. Hurry up. Okay, I'll be there. Beat it. Yeah. Hanging out downtown. All right, so he's hanging out at uh, at uh, at a Pet Boys instead of at work. Obviously playing hooky. Rod, you're in the hideout. Hey, man, I just want to tell you, you absolutely cannot go without your alternator, even in the daylight. Really? Yeah, because you got your throttle runs off electronic, your air, your anti-lock brakes are electronic, your whole engine is electronic. Unless you're driving a '68 Chevy, then you could run all day off your battery. Oh wow! See, I didn't realize that. We need to go back to the old days. I'm talking Fred Flintstone. Big hole in the bottom of the car. Me and Barney cruising down I-4. Bunch of callus on our feet. I can't believe he's not at work. I'll tell you what, I'd be making love to a man then. Oh, is that what you're doing, J-Dubs? Is that where you are? You and your quote-unquote pep boys? So you can almost just suck it right off. All right. <laughs> That's enough. <laughs> Even when you're not here, you're, uh, you're, uh, you're questionable. Fire! I'm sure. Muhammad the cabbie, you're in the hideout. Hey, uh, one of the main things about the alternator going out is uh, the most important electric system. They're called spark plugs. I've never heard of igni- these. You don't get ignition in the... Uh, what What does a spark plug do? It ignites the fuel so that you get all that cool heat and stuff and energy so the car runs. All right, that sounds dangerous. you got sparks underneath your hood with all that gas and oil. How does no- How does a car not blow up every time you turn it on if you got sparks flying? I'm, you know what? Line fire may be right. I could be car retarded. I don't know what's more complicated. The car or the human body? Car. You think? Yeah. I know what I'd rather play inside of. Human body. Hmm. Have you ever wanted just to play in guts? Yeah. Again. What, this week? <laughs> Sue, you're in the hideout. Hey, um, I was going to make a suggestion. Why don't you have J-Dubs 
finish up what he's doing and then do a call in from the concert downtown that way everybody could find out what's going on down there that whoever can't go oh uh, you know what uh sue that's actually a good point now the monsters gig doesn't start uh until until, later yeah until yeah. 11 o'clock we're actually heading out there in fact we have some free tickets uh huh? we have, if you want to come up to the studio and grab some tip- tickets come on up we've got them oh cool thank you so much swing on up sweetie um, okay yeah in fact hey number one if you go into the conference room or the kitchen, there's a there's a like a few of those monsters tickets sitting there for tonight's gig down with Mako's and the block party. Grab those and bring those in here. So if anybody wants to come up and have some free tickets, they can just come on up, say hi in the hideout, and uh, we'll give them those uh, those tickets. And you know what? I'll grab them during the break. We got a break, don't we? All right, let's take a break and we'll come back. All right, I learned something about cars. Um, I need to get a '68 Chevy. So I don't have to worry about this new invention called an alternator. Take a break and we'll come back. It's the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. All right, welcome back into the Hideout. I am El Jefe. And I am alone, J Dubs, downtown. Downtown. <laughs> That's so funny. He is a downtown with his broken down car. It's Real Radio 104.1, 407 916 1041 Star 1041 on your singular wireless phones. By the way, speaking of downtown, little thing called the uh, downtown Church Street block party going on with our buddies the Monsters tonight at 11. And I guess the party's pretty much getting started. And guess what these are? There's some tickets. You want them? Come on up and say hi in the hideout. That's all you gotta do. Come on up. We're at 2500 uh, Maitland, Maitland Center, Center Parkway. Parkway, Suite 400. Just give us a call when you're here, and intern number one will let you in. So uh, if you did not, if you were not able to pick up your tickets and you want to head out there looking for some fun to do on a Friday night, of course you want to hang out with the monsters. And uh, I got your tickets right here. So come on up and say hi, and get some tickets for you and your buddies. Again, 407-916-1041, and Star-1041 on your singular wireless phones. Dubs' car broke down this afternoon. He is absent from the show, and I'm trying to figure out the inner workings of a car. I learned something new. An alternator, apparently, is what keeps the electricity flowing through your car. Sure. I, I thought, Whatever. Yeah, I thought there was like a little gerbil or something. No, that's uh, stop. Rob, you're in the hideout. What's hey, up? boss. Uh, What's up? The way you got to look at it is your battery gives enough juice to your starter to turn the flywheel. Now, once that happens, your alternator takes over as a generator, kind of like in the hurricanes when your power went out. You bought a generator down at Home Depot, right? And it kept all your lights on. Well, that's what an alternator does. It keeps everything running. The battery is only there to supply enough juice to start the vehicle, not to keep it running. Why is the battery so big then? Well, it's got a lot of little lead plates and everything. It's mostly the size of the battery is only out of safety. You, know, you got people out there that think they know what they're doing, so they had to make it big enough so that it was concealed, so it couldn't be busted open real easy. Oh wow, dude! And, like, and the ability, yeah. So, All right. uh, so, like I said, the, the jet, did the you say hand you a beer? Up, well, I'm working on my car too. So oh, okay. I, hand in hand. I want to make sure you're not driving. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm working on my car too. But an alternator, just think of it as a generator. And it makes the automotive world seem a whole lot easier. Wow, Rob, thank you, my buddy. I just learned. Look at this. 
I, you know what, man? I'll be honest with you. I don't feel like much of a man because I truly know nothing about cars. In high school, when you guys were taking shop class, mechanic class, I was taking theater classes. <laughs> what? What are you laughing at? You said that like you were proud. Well, no. I almost regret it. There was... All right. I think back in my classes that I took. Theater. Home ec. I took... Uh, ours was called Foods instead of Home ec. Bowling. What? Right, yeah. I taught you bowling? Yeah. Yeah. I guess I should have taken a mechanics class. I or, did, and I, like I said, I learned nothing. Or a shop class. But do I do you, I open up? I'll tell you this: opening up a hood of a car, or opening up like taking the top off of your computer, same thing for me. I, I'm less worried taking apart the computer. No, because you know that's easier to replace in your car. All I know is there aren't sparks going on in your computer. I don't think. By the way, did you hear about that kid who put on too much body spray? No. He put on like a whole, you know, the new body spray that's out, like Axe or Target or whatever they're the called. The ones that make the women go crazy for you? Yes, those. And then he decides he's going to take a smoke. He's just going to smoke. <laughs> and he just, all he does is light his cigarette and he, he goes up in flames. I've put on a little too much Axe before, but never to an extent like that. Hmm. Steve, Steve, you're in the hideout. What's up? Hey guys, you were talking about the uh, the battery before, right? Yeah, the deal with the battery is just so you guys can bust it up. No, you got amperage in it. You got mega amperage. You got a lot of torque because what's happening is you've got a, a starter underneath your car, which is going to go ahead and pop out the starter, the starter, and um, it's going to turn a giant wheel inside your engine that's going to start your combustion. And you just you just need so much. Uh, pressure on that and so much torque on that to get it started that's what the battery is once you've got your your actual combustion going that's kicking on that's turning your belts that turns your alternator and that keeps your battery's power going all right this is too much steve thank you i'm gonna get a bike now i just feel bad i'm gonna get a no i'm not even talking about a motorcycle i'm getting a bike with pedals can you uh change the chain on there no. When the, we know what happens when the chain falls off. To buy a new one? Yep. It's time to buy a new bike. Or you sucker listener into giving you one? You know what? I got these stack of monsters tickets. Who wants to give me their bike for it? Who wants to bring me some food? I'm hungry. Hush. We got the hideout open door policy coming up at 9. Although I worry about people coming here if they're already hanging out at the block party. You know your refrigerator? Mm-hmm. Now imagine it like... With three fourths less in it. That's that's mine right now. Because you actually left me last night to go into your uh, your own apartment, the one with you and Chunks. Yeah. Andy, Andy, you're in the hideout on Rural Radio. Hello, happy my thespian friend. How are you today? What's up, bro? <laughs> I understand that you were uh, a theater guy. Yes, I and took. You're ashamed of that? Why the hell are you ashamed of that? No, I'm not ashamed of taking theater classes. I'm just thinking be. maybe it would be. Uh... I wouldn't be so stupid about cars if I wasn't busy acting all the time. You know what I mean? If I if well, I, you can act like you're working on a car. Oh, I can do that beautifully, but it's not like I'm going to do anything. It's not like it's going to help me know what an alternator is. You well, just think you're well rounded because you're because of your theater training. You I, can you can act like you can do anything. I guess that's like true. Run a radio show. Exactly, and I Lord knows I'm pretending right now. Thank you, Andy.
I go to gay bars. I, you know what? That's unnecessary. I'm, it's already me talking. I don't need me talking back to me. Leo, you're in the hideout. What's up? Cafe. Yeah. What's shaking? Not much. All right. About the alternator? Uh-huh. I went up to New York in a 1975 Land Cruiser that had a 350 engine in it. And if you know what a Land Cruiser, it's a Toyota and converted over a 350 Chevy. So we go up to New York, go to this big party up on this mountain, and it took us five days to come back, but we did it without an alternator. All right, but you don't really need it in the older cars. That's what I'm hearing. That, that's exactly right. If, if you don't want to run lights or any accessories, we had to drive only during the day. Oh, I see what you're saying. That's why it took you five days to get from... Uh... Yeah, well, that, and we kept on uh, spinning out the uh, the keyway inside the fly... Not the flywheel, but uh, the main pulley that goes into the crankshaft. We kept spinning that out. So by the end of that trip, I could rip the the front of a Chevy down in no problem. And Plus, it flat. Right, I hear you. Thank you, Leo. Plus, you had to pull over and shoot heroin, too. That always takes up a lot of time on a road trip. You know, you got to get the needle out. You got to cook it up. And you pass out for a few hours. How would, gr- how would you know? And you're groggy when you wake up. You just drink. You don't do any drugs. Shh. Trying to sound cool. Is it working? Yeah. If I don't know anything about cars, i got to pretend like I know something about drugs. How? I'm like the uncoolest dude ever, allegedly. Don't know anything about cars. Don't know anything about drugs. Are you, uh, what, are you going to now isolate that? Perhaps. Damn you. <laughs> Let's take a break. We'll come back. Uh, Kathy, the hideout mom, wants to say something. I think she wants to profess her love for chunks. What the hell? I know. I don't understand this. And again, if you want some tickets to the uh, downtown Church Street block party with our buddies the Monsters and Makos, come on down to the radio station. We have your tickets. So if you're on your way out there, feel free to stop by Maitland in the Clear Channel compound. We'll hook you up. Let's check in with Dubs again when we get back. I think we've had enough car talk. There's other stuff I would like to get done today, including we've got these passes for Fear Factor. Um, the Fear Factor Live at Universal Studios. We've got some tickets and parking passes. Plus, you can get qualified, which includes a grand prize. VIP tour of Universal Studios for four. you got the day passes and the valet parking. UniversalOrlando.com for more info. We'll be giving that away tonight as well. And it is the Friday night open door policy. That starts at 9 o'clock from 9 to 11. Doors are open. You can come on in and hang out. And two, uh, you got to bring your own headphones. It's a BYOH. And food. And food, apparently, for Tommy Baby. I'm hungry. Shh. I'm without a host. What do you want me to do? Take a break. We'll come back. It's the Hideout Real Radio 104.1. All right, welcome back into the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. I am El Jefe, J-Dubs, uh, sitting with his sick car downtown. Broke down this afternoon about 1 o'clock, and he still hasn't made it to work. Seven hours, and he hasn't made it to work yet. But whatever. I'm not going to be mad, because it seems like he's playing hooky. I want to remind you, too, that I do have some of these uh, couple tickets left for the the downtown Church Street uh, block party with the Monsters and Makos. Uh, it's tonight. Uh, I believe the festivities officially get going around 11 o'clock after the hideout. We're going to go out there. But uh, if you want to come up and pick up these free passes for you and your buddies, I hold them in my hands right now and just come say hi. Is Dubs going to drive down? 
Uh, actually, that's the other thing, too. He was supposed to be designated driver tonight. And somehow he weaseled his way out of that one. Kathy, the hideout mom, you're in the hideout. What's up, baby? Hi, honey. How are you? Great. How are you? I'm okay. So what's wrong with Bateman? He's starving to death? Yeah, Bateman's hungry. Don't, do not bring him food, though. He doesn't. He does not deserve to bring food. And why well, are you... you know, Intern number one told me that he loved me when he when he answered the phone. Wow, I don't even. Now there's this whole uh, Oedipus thing going on with the uh, <laughs> with the hideout mother. Hey, I sent you an email. Did you see it? Yeah, I am not after these boys. They are much, 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 much too young. You said Shunks was hot though. I said he was cute for a, for a kid his age. Yes, he's very cute. If I had a niece close enough to his age who was single, I would fix her up with him. Do you have but a daughter? All married. Huh? Do, you have a, do you have a daughter that age? I don't have any daughters. I don't have any kids. Hmm. My my closest niece that's single is going to be 17, so she's too young still. I actually, I don't know if that's too young in Florida. Well, how old is it? <laughs> is it? <laughs> is, is Florida? Um, well, thank you, sweetie. I but know. But anyway, hey, I wanted to tell you about the car thing. Yeah. You're complaining about the car thing. Uh-huh. I just spent $800 fixing my car. Man, and you know what, too? And look, I'm not here to bash mechanics. I'm really not. No, this guy cuts me a break, so yeah, he's a cool guy. But here's the thing. They, I have no idea whether or not they are uh, a mechanic, and I shouldn't say this on the air, but I don't, you know, I'll admit it. And thank you, Kathy. Good to see you, sweetie. Uh, a, mecha- a mechanic could uh, rake me over the coals, and I'd have no clue. I mean, I'd be like, I hear something. Could you check this out? And be like, yeah, uh, you need a brand new uh, small tornator. <laughs> you need a few of those belts, too. How much is that going to run me? Eh, it's going to be cheap. Really? How much? I oh, like two grand. I'll cut you a deal. What? Really? Oh, thanks, dude. Only two grand? That's nice of you. Yeah, it normally costs about five grand. I'm going to cut you a deal, two grand. Whew. Thank you. Thank goodness you're looking out for me. DJ, you're in the hideout. What's up, man? Hey, how's it going? Good. Uh, I'm the guy in the Florida Today a couple of days ago about the calling in sick to work mm-hmm. for Star Wars. Right. And what don't you want? It, Star Wars should be a national holiday, man. You think? I, oh, definitely. I mean, you go. I went to the midnight showing. Yeah, as, as did I. Get, you don't get home until 4 a.m. And then you're up for another hour because it sucked and you're pissed that you. What? I was awful. D- D- I will drive up there, man. Come up here, and I'll and I'll point out I'll point out plot by plot uh, how bad it was. Oh, you're breaking my heart, man. Dude, look here's the thing, DJ. I I wanted to love that movie. I wanted to love Star Wars more than anybody else but the acting was atrocious was it not uh, i can't say it <laughs> all right dj you know what here it is you were too far gone to you this is like your baby you got an ugly ugly retarded little baby yet you take it around and you keep showing everybody pictures of it that's what's going on with you in star wars that's what it is star wars is that ugly retarded baby not necessarily retarded just ugly with the, with the slope forehead. And you got the pictures, and you're taking it around, and you're calling in sick. When the movie was just awful, and you refuse to admit it. You don't want to admit that the last Star Wars movie ever, ever, was atrocious. I didn't see any of the uh, new ones. Yeah, you're in luck. Just, yeah, stay with the ones that were in the 70s. I, I barely remember them, but I don't really feel like sitting through them either. And if you watch them in quote-unquote order, wouldn't it just be kind of weird since the technology would be going backwards? 
And that's the other thing, too. That that in the, in the new one, like all... There's so much more going on, and there's so much CGI. So if you were one of these people who watched episode one through episode, what is it, six or whatever, and then you went from episode three to episode four, and you're like, what happened to all the cool stuff? Why are the stormtroopers not as cool looking? And now I sound like a dork just even talking about it. (laughs) But because I know all this. What, number one? Those weren't stormtroopers. They were clone troopers. The predecessor. Completely different. All right, you're a douche. Hey, you know who he looks like? He looks like UFO Phil. Number one? Yeah. <laughs> this is with that hat on. Look you at do, him. You do look like UFO it's Phil. It's not a hat. It's a koofy. What's a koofy? Was that one of the characters in Star Wars? Oh, no. No. It's it's a traditional Islamic hat. Why do you have it on? Because I think it's cute. All right, you know what? Take it off, then. That's not a reason to wear it. I'm a, I didn't know what it was, but now I'm ordering you to take it off. I, it matches his shirt, I, too. I don't, you don't wear traditional um, religious wear because you think it's cute. You think it, you wear it because you believe. I'm serious. Take it off now. Now I'm offended. It's not like the U.S. isn't doing enough to offend the Islamic world. We don't need an intern shock jocking wearing a kufi. How dare you? Oh, my goodness. Look, he's on the floor praying to Allah now. Stop. Just stop it over there. But that's true. Did you hear about all these people calling in? Hold on a sec. I got this. I got the story right here. Star Wars flu is what they're calling it. This is what people say they're sick from. From watching it? No, because they stayed up late and they went to go see the movie. Made them sick to their stomach? It made me. In fact, I've been dragging ass since Wednesday. (laughs) I think that's why Dubs Dubs has a Star Wars hangover. That's why he's not here, not that his car's broken. But what's funny is they say that the Star Wars flu, you know, how like it would affect certain people. All the lonely ones? They say, this is the headline on Yahoo News. Star Wars flu may strike IT productivity. <laughs> So it's not like it's not like they're worried about like lifeguards not showing up for work the next day or personal trainers. Yeah, I'm sure the modeling industry was crippled the next day. No, they're worried about the IT people not showing up. Engineers. Radio engineers mysteriously called in sick <laughs> on Thursday morning. Uh yeah. Welcome to the hideout. What's going on, man? Who's that? That's you. Jim, yeah, this is me. What's going on, guys? Great show. Thank you, brother. Listen to the Monsters and Shannon Burke every day, man. You guys got a great thing going on. We appreciate it. Those are buddies. Don't forget Monsters Block Party tonight. We got your free tickets. You want to come hang out? What's up? That's true, man. I got to work at 10 o'clock tonight. Otherwise, I'd be there, man. What's going on? Uh, Nothing. I'm just wondering. You know, I grew up on this Star Wars stuff. You know, back in 77, I was... What, 10, 11 years old? You're right. And, you know, I know, I, maybe it's just me. I'm just asking. You got, it's like, why is everybody overanalyzing the story? Of course, the technology today is better and, than what they had back in 77, but it's like, why can't everybody just enjoy it for what it is? It's a story. It's a movie. You know, here's the reason, Jim. I'll give you the exact reason, my friend. It's because of the hype. And I was thinking about this the other day, and thank you, Jim. It's the hype. Never before... Has a movie been so hyped and been so disappointed? Disappointing. When I went to go watch this movie, I'm telling. I left my Maverick game early. 
so I could go and I wouldn't miss any of this. And I get there and I sit through it and I'm waiting for the two and a half hours. Please get good. Please get good. Please get good. And it didn't. The last movie that had this much hype, Fahrenheit 9-11. And it lived up to it. Star Wars? No. Not at all. And that's why, my friend, is why, that's why we're being so critical. Movies suck all the time. What is this monster-in-law that's out with uh, J-Lo? Or anything else that's out there? Movies will always uh, blow. Very few do you have that are really good, especially the ones that are so mainstream. But it's these that get all this hype, the ones that get you excited, the ones that the radio guys are talking about for a week leading up, the ones that people build their lives around. And then you go, it's like sex for the first time. You're like, oh, that's it? Well, it's not usually two and a half hours, Hmm. unless you're me. Hmm. I was a stud the first time. Ever since, though, I don't even think I've combined to reach two and a half hours. The last movie that um, I was really excited to see that just made me want to tear my face off was The Crow (laughs) 2. I I love the first Crow, and and me and my girlfriend at the time were like, all right, this is going to be great. So we go opening night, go to a special theater that's farther away just because it's so awesome in, in that theater. Halfway through, we're like, oh, my God, this is the biggest piece of ass I've ever seen in my life. Right. And, and I can't even – I mean, and I saw it on cable a few days ago, and I just sat there watching it going, who the hell thought this would be good? It was the worst thing I'd ever seen. That was probably the worst movie I'd ever seen in my life. The Crow 2? Yes. Well, now I know i got to go rent it. Let's take a break, and we'll come back. It's the Hideout Real Radio 104.1. Welcome back into the hideout. I am El Jefe. Um, J Dub somewhere downtown with his broken car. Real Radio 104.1. By the way, I can't stop listening to this CD. Mesmerized from System of a Down. So good. So good. 407 916 1041, 888 978 1041, and Star 1041 on your singular wireless phones. Oh, look at this. Dubsy Wubsy back in the hideout. What's up, man? Hey, what's going on, bro? How you doing now? Um, I'm driving back. In my car, which is a good thing. But I don't exactly know where I am. Which, I don't know if uh, that's good or not. Are you kidding? Alright, so you've gotten your broken car fixed, and now you're lost in somewhere in Central Florida. Yes. I'm at uh, the corner of Curry Ford Road, and I don't know where else. Oh, my goodness. Alright, now, number one, you deliver uh, Chinese food. Do you have any idea where that is? It's out of my delivery range for a reason. How oh. far away? Really? Yes. Uh oh. Oh, Dobbs, what are you doing to us? It's hey, like there's an Albertsons. Okay, that doesn't help. Just because you see an Albertsons, it's not going to help us. There's a Ross. Oh, you can't just start pointing out things. Value pot. Have you? Are you on a major road or no? I seem like I am because there's a lot of cars around me. Do you know if you're Ooh, heading... Taco Bell, I need to get some of that. Yeah, bring something back, I'm starving. Do you realize how hungry I am? And the Maverick game's about to start, you have to get here. I'm trying, man, I really am. It seems like you've been slacking all day. Yeah, it's been a lounging day for me. I wasn't, you know, when I come in and I'm all covered in uh, grease, it's not grease, it's charcoal, because I've been grilling out all day. Yeah, that's what I thought. 
I just thought there was a reason you didn't want me to come over. Right, so You're always welcome over. Please, I don't want to come over now. Some of your slackitude may rub off on me. All right, so you have no idea where you are. Not really. All right, have you ever thought about pulling over, maybe, and, like, asking for directions? Well, this uh, half-drunk guy told me to go this way, <laughs> so I just trusted him. Why would you trust the guy who's drinking? Well, I can't, you know, judge him just because he's drinking. Are you, are you, he's a bad guy. Are you near 436? Oh, if I were, I would uh, be turning down it. All right, is this number two? Is number two there? Number two uh, is on her way back already. I can't believe she's not back. Number two. Here. Where are you? I'm coming into the studio right now. All right, why didn't you? Why didn't you wait with Dubs and let him follow you back? He told me to go. go. Why? I told her to stay with you. I was uh, only taking orders. Oh my goodness. Right, number two is no good to us. Like J Dubs is good to us. She could have stayed and been stuck on uh, that road. All right. All right. Thank you, number two. We'll see you in a second. All right. So the end turns back, but not J Dubs. See, it's slowly starting to come together. We're almost at full strength. <laughs> but it's that's in the wrong order. All right. People are calling up with directions. They okay. se- they seem to think you're near 436. That'd be awesome. You see. All right, just because. All right, that does. How many lows are there in Central Florida? Two. I can't believe you're lost. Tire Kingdom. Okay, you know what? Now you're just annoying me. <laughs> you should be lucky I'm not swearing right now. It's been a terrible day. Why? It sounds like you've just been hanging out. <laughs> you've been getting to hang out in beautiful downtown Orlando, working on your car. I was so far away from downtown. Are you really? I was. When, yeah, because that's where my car broke down. I was pretty far away from downtown. Where's your chick at? Uh, she went with number two. I think number two dropped her off at her, our house. Hot. Uh-oh, people are saying you're going toward the airport. Oh, no. <laughs> are you really good? Oh, That's no good. <laughs> that, that's no good at all. I hope I don't run into any tolls, because I am broke. All right, there are multiple people on the IM saying you're going toward downtown on 436. Or not downtown, toward the airport. Hey, Dad, I see some planes pretty low. (laughs) (laughs) You idiot. There's a sicko. All right, everybody's convinced you're headed down there. Oh, my goodness. How do I get back? Turn around. Turn around. I think four. I've gone th- too far. <laughs> no, you, you haven't gone too far. I have to keep on going. Hopefully, I just run up on the Clear Channel compound. No, that's not going to happen. No. Uh, no. Byron. Byron, you there? Yes, I am. All right, turn your radio down. What's going on? Is Dubs going the wrong Dubs way? Dubs going the wrong way. If he just passed Albertsons and he saw the pond and he saw Taco Bell, <laughs> that dumbass is going the wrong way. Do you hear that, Dubs? Not only did he call you a dumb... I'm not a dumbass. Somebody says if you've come up across a cracker barrel on the left side, it's over. I'm turning around. (laughs) You idiot. Hey, there's a Walmart. That doesn't do you any good. That doesn't mean you can stop and shop. Bring some... Best place in the world to shop, though. Bring some food. We're starving. 
Oh, oh boy. Okay, so now, now I just think you wanted to go see Orlando, part of Orlando you hadn't seen before. Well, I mean, I don't know if I set out to do that or not, but I definitely accomplished it. Now it just seems like you're gay cruising. Cruising for I dudes. Love how, uh, I love how Real Radio 104.1 is uh, my OnStar. That's what we're doing right now. Where is J-Dubs? Hideout, can we help you? I'm uh, going. I'm turning around on Semoran Boulevard. So. Yeah, that's 436. Is it? Yeah. That's what everybody's telling them. It's 436. We're so new to the area still. So you're driving tonight when we go down to the Monsters gig at Mako's, right? No. I don't trust this thing as far as I can throw it. All right, dude. Well, you screwed me again. How? By going out cruising. I'm not cruising. Hey, can you pick up a milkshake? Sure, what kind? Uh, chocolate. You want a steak and shake? Make that too. Yeah, give me a banana chocolate. That'd you guys be... aren't getting nothing. Come on. I can't believe, hey, honestly, why didn't you just call me and have me come help you? Oh, like, you know what you're doing. I just learned a lot about cars. Yeah, you just did, but that would have done me no good earlier. I'm strong enough to put a belt back on. Not when I, see, the problem was, I didn't know there uh, was a tension pulley which uh, loosens the uh, belt up for me to get it back over. All right, number one's shaking his head like, what, are you retarded? Well, I haven't worked on cars in like seven years. It's been forever. Oh, look at you. All right, everybody says... I can't believe you guys are bothering me on my day off. It's not your day off. You're supposed to be here right now. In fact, I talked to Catherine. We're docking you an hour of pay. What, so I have to pay you guys to work now? I know, right? <laughs> Look, we're making anything. I'm worried about breaking this. Enjoy, your, enjoy your 50 cents. You I'm, can get two packs of gum with that hour pay. I'm worried about breaking a 20 tonight. <laughs> you should be. All right, Dubs. Well, listen to the radio. You listening to the show? No, I got some CDs in. What? Why aren't you listening to the show? Because the best guy's not on. You're a dick. Beat it. I'm Beat right here. It. I hate him. I wonder if it was those mixed CDs I, I made for him. Uh, I think every seriously thank you to everybody who's given him directions, but I think he figured it out. I appreciate the help, you guys. Less Manly, Dave, Ivan, Brian. Thank you guys for calling in. But he's just going to have to go the long way on 436. We don't need him. I got prizes to give away. You know what? Let's come back and set something up. Did you hear about this uh, this woman, actually in Winter Park, who allegedly got so pissed that she got kicked out of a bar, she tried to set it on fire? Why is something in Florida called winter? I don't know. Maybe just the idea. That's the oddest part of the story to me. <laughs> well, we'll talk about that. But that leads me into your best revenge story. I'm sure you've got a great one, Tommy. It probably involves mm. your own old radio station. <laughs> no, I didn't get a chance to execute those yet. <laughs> Let's take a break. We'll come they installed back. cameras everywhere at the whole place. <laughs> Did they? Yeah, and now they have special cards you have to use to get in. Damn them. So uh, someone's office is under a uh, camera. Oh, that's no good. All right, let's take a break. We'll come back. We'll give away some prizes. We'll keep the hideout rolling. Roland, um, 
speech impediment free. I'm just kidding, J-Dubs. I'm just jerking your chain. I miss you. Hurry up and get here. It's a hideout. Real Radio 104.1. All right, welcome back into the hideout. Real Radio 104.1. Slayer. This is not Slayer, it's Tool. You know what I needed? A chick who will have sex with me while listening to Tool in a perfect circle. Those kind of chicks are hot. Um, it's Real Radio 104.1. I'm flying solo. So I'll have face hideout. J-Dub's nowhere to be found. Actually, we did find him. He had a broken car. Decided that uh, he wouldn't show up to work today. He's going to go around and cruise 436. He made it all the way down to the airport and realized he was going the wrong way to get back to the radio station. Thanks to you guys, so we appreciate the help. But now he is on his way back. Um, we were talking about earlier the Star Wars flu and it affecting mainly the IT people. I just found this quick stat. Collectively, they say probably in losses from the couple of days since it opened on a Wednesday night at midnight, $627 million. $627 million likely to be lost because of Star Wars fans. Now, there was a story um, about a Florida woman right here, Winter Park, actually, 42-year-old lady, arrested after she allegedly uh, tried to start a fire at a bar she'd just been kicked out of. And here's what I got. And have you ever been kicked out of a bar, Bateman? No, cause I usually don't really go to bars that much. Have you ever been kicked out of anywhere? Yeah, I was like kicked out of the mall one time uh, when I was younger for I forget. My friend and I were just doing something, and then we just started like lighting things on fire, <laughs> like a big popcorn tub, and we were lighting it on fire. And then like uh, we turned around, and this big ass security guard was there. He's like, "You guys are gonna have to leave now." How old were you? I think this was like eighth grade. And you're lighting stuff on fire in the mall? Whatever. And no, then, uh, not then whatever. He goes, all right, what's your name? And he, at this point, he's already, like, walked us out. And I'm like, I just made, gave him, like, a fake name. I go, oh, my name's Tommy Bateman. There you go. And then he's like, okay, I'm going to remember that name. And then we <laughs> saw him, like, a month later. And, he, of course, he didn't, like, remember us at all. You ever been kicked out anywhere, number one? You got to think about it. Oh, no, I have. Where? Uh, it was this little. It was this little bar. I think it was called Moss Eisley Cantina. And all right, I don't I, want. I don't want the name out. Oh well, all right, I'm sorry. Yeah, um, you don't have to give out the name, but you say you have been kicked out of somewhere. Yes. Okay. So what? what it was a bar. It was a bar. What'd you do? Well, me and uh, my friend were looking for our car broke down or something. We were looking for a way back home. It's the alternator. No, actually, it was a flux capacitor. But <laughs> so these two guys start hassling us, and then my friend just does this crazy move like uh and cuts this guy's arm off. And What? Yeah. Shut up. No, it happened. The guys all like you better be careful and I'm like I'll be careful and then the guys like you'll be dead. <laughs> Shut up. Yeah. You're about true. to you're about to get kicked out of the hideout. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041, star-1041 on your singular wireless phones. I remember I got kicked out of a bar in Northern Virginia when we were in D.C. Um, 
I was with a whole bunch of baseball buddies, and everybody's doing Jaeger bombs and car bombs and drinking beer. And we're all standing in a circle, and one of our baseball buddies kept calling some chick a whore. And then he pukes, like in the middle of this packed bar in Washington, D.C. And so as soon as he vomits, I make a beeline for the door, and I'm getting out of this place. And on the way out, he pukes three or four times, and he's still standing there, and I'm going back to get my buddy. He's throwing up. It's like a scene out of what? Stand by me, where it's just like there's vomit going everywhere now. And I'm going back trying to get my buddy, and they kick us out. Not only do they kick us out, outside people are trying to enjoy their dinner at um, like kind of like, a, I guess, a patio area where they were serving food. And he's vomiting there still. And he's just, I guess something happened, and he just went over the top. And so not only did they kick us out, they started chasing us down the street. Because they wanted like to get our IDs, because they wanted to photocopy them and put them up on their wall so that we could never enter their bar again. Uh, needless to say, we went back the next weekend and had a blast. But uh, I, ha- I want to hear your story, getting kicked out of a bar. 407-916-1041, star-1041 on your singular wireless phones. But have you been kicked out of anywhere, period? Um, we got prizes. Best one ends up winning your choice of some stuff. We got the $50 gift certificate to the Aminci, uh, uh, salon and spa. Also, too, we got a pair of tickets to see Los Lobos, four pack of passes to Gatorland, and a DVD copy of the provocative drama Kinsey. Anywhere you've been kicked out of, I want to hear this story. And where's yeah, you, are you trying to set things on fire? What makes you think, this lady in Winter Park, think, uh, you know what I'm going to do? I'm pissed. I'd like to, I'd like to set the place on fire. Maybe the mall was really bad. I mean, bar. All right, you were at the mall. And this bar, they didn't do anything to deserve that. They're just trying to serve a little mm. alcohol. You don't know that. Steve, you're first up in the hideout. Hey, man, what's going on? Good show. Thanks, bro. Love it. Hey, I was like 19 years old. I used to go to the Rocky Horror Picture Show every Saturday night. Mm-hmm. And at the beginning of the song, when they're walking through the rain and they're singing, there's a light in the darkness, everybody holds up their lighters, right? So I took my lighter and I took a can of hairspray and I torched it up. What are you wrong with you? Are you insane? <laughs> uh, no wonder you're getting kicked out. Did you get arrested? <laughs> they came up walking behind me and they, they said, uh, you're going to have to go now. Yeah. And escorted me out the back door. I would think so. All right, Steve, you're in the lead right now. Um, uh, we'll put you on hold. 407-916-1041, star-1041 on your singular wireless phones. Rewarding bad behavior in the hideout. What got you kicked out of where? Best one wins a prize. It's the Hideout Real Radio 104.1. Welcome back into the hideout. I am El Jafe. J-Dub's on his way back from cruising the town, getting to low uh, central Florida. 407-916-1041, 888-978-1041, star 1041 on your singular wireless phones. Winter Park woman, 42 years old, got kicked out of the bar. Then she allegedly tried to start a fire from getting kicked out of that bar. I already told the story of getting kicked out of a bar. Uh, I'll go ahead and tell this one. I've made it known before that, well, my time during the Texas Tech uh, days, when I went to Texas Tech University, I was on the speech and debate team. And uh, me and my chick at the time were the only heterosexuals on the speech and debate team. And so we'd go to gay bars frequently with those people. So as it turns out, our buddies, 
we went, and I got so drunk on tequila that I passed out at the gay bar. And I was tapped on my head with uh, by the bouncer, and he said, you have to leave. There's no reason uh, you should be passed out at a gay bar. And I thanked him, and I stumbled back to my dorm room. So uh, where have you been kicked out of? Best one wins a prize. 407-916-1041, star-1041, singular wireless phones. We'll run through these quickly. Right now, Steve's in the lead because he went to the Ricky uh, Rocky Horror Picture Show, and I guess at some point everybody lights some lighters, and he took out some hairspray and decided that would be fun. I'm surprised he didn't just start farting. Joe, we'll start with you. You're in the hideout. What's up, Joe? Hey, what's happening, hideout? We got. I got so drunk one time. I jumped behind the bar and started making my own drinks. Wow, what a classy move. Um, yeah, needless to say, they weren't happy about it. Yeah, not at all. All right, thank you, Joe. I don't know if it's quite as dangerous as attempting to set all of the Rocky Horror fans on fire, but it's a good start. David, you're in the hideout on Rove Radio. Hey, how's it going? Um, I was in a strip club in Nebraska a few years ago. And I started getting the bouncer's attention because I wasn't ordering drinks and I wasn't spending much money on the girls. And the sort of clincher was when I didn't realize it at the time, but there was a bouncer right behind me. And a girl came up and was sort of teasing me and asking me if I wanted the lap dance. And she said, you know, you're real cute. Has anyone ever told you you look like Christian Slater? And I said, yeah. Has anyone ever told you you look like the mom from Goonies? <laughs> All right, so what? The guy kicked you out? And I got asked to leave right then. All right, you're a winner. Hold on. Well, you're not a winner, but you're in the lead. Hold on, David. That's a good one. And by the way, I've heard this, where guys will go to the strip clubs just to goof. And something. And by the way, that's not a place you want to get thrown out of a strip club. There's a lot of times the, you know... Bouncers, I guess, can do what they want with you, but a lot of times, bouncers at strip clubs are willing to go that extra mile just to make sure to teach you a lesson, and that's a little crazy. Israel, Israel, you're in the hideout on Row Radio. Hey, Heffer, what's up, man? What's up, dude? Hey, listen, I'm, uh, I was in a, a club downtown uh, waiting for a friend. I met a, a friend I met at another club. She was supposed to meet me there, and she never showed up, and uh, I'm by the bar, and uh, I had this cute white girl come up to me and say, hey, listen, can I pretend I'm with you because these dudes are hitting on me? I'm like, sure. And then she's like, look, this is my girlfriend. And the girlfriend was a looked like a stripper. She had a mini skirt, go-go boots, nice blonde hair. I'm like, oh, I'm the man. She's like, let's go upstairs. I have another girlfriend upstairs. Let's go drink a little. I'm like, sure. We upstairs. I meet the other girlfriends, and they all want to dance. We go downstairs. Everybody looking at me like, oh, man, look at him. He got three girls. I'm like, yeah. We're in the dance floor. I'm in the middle of a sandwich, and these dudes, uh, I'm Spanish, but you know, when the Spanish people drink, they get real, real rude. I mean, real rude. And as I'm dancing, these other dudes just jump behind the girls, and they're like, oh, man, tell them to get off of you. I'm like, tell them, listen, man, he looks kind of big. Tell them what? <laughs> so, you know, she skips. They spin me around a couple of times, you know, trying to get the dude their hands to, hey, get, behind, get from behind me. Right. And these dudes are too drunk. They don't care. So back up again, get behind them. And she's getting pissed off, and at this point, I got my hand behind the girls. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So my man just starts, just like rubbing his manhood against my hand. I'm like, what are you? And I pushed him and I hit him, and they threw me out. But that's not the worst part. The girls follow me to the to the parking lot and say, hey, this I'm going home too. 
I'm thinking, oh, okay, let's go hang out. All of a sudden, somebody's phone rings. One of the girls' phone rings, and here, tell my fiance how to get here. Oh man! I'm like, tell my fiance. Wait, wait, who? I'm like, so I'm trying to talk to the dude, and this dude is like, who the hell are you screaming at me? That's just what I'm like. Oh man! So I'm you got my ass beat down. You got in two fights in one night. Listen, dude, I am like, I'm gonna get the hell out of here before this dude show up. I tell the dude how to get there. We're in the parking lot, and I'm going to go to the bathroom, and the girls <laughs> follow me, and I'm on my way back trying to tell them where to get. I get back to their car, and there's these two big ass dudes in some pickup trucks. And I got one of the girls that's so drunk, she's actually, I'm actually holding her up. When the dudes took a look at me, they just started chasing me. I started running downtown. I got behind a guard, one of the guards downtown. Like, listen, man, I, I don't know this girl, man. I just met her. You got a while ago, she, dude. Right, I hear you. I, I thanks. From beating my thanks, Israel. So he gets kicked out of one place for fighting. Walks the girls out, and then he's going to get another fight. Fiance. And how many times is that? Have you ever been approached at a club where the girl's like, will you come dance with me? Because he's bothering me. I'm like, okay, I guess. And then all of a sudden, the, the guy who's bothering her is her boyfriend. And you're like, hey, wait a second. Hold on. What are you doing to me? Do you want to get me killed? All right, where do you get kicked out of? 407 Star 1041. We got kicked out way. of a uh, radio station back in D.C. Okay, that was different, though. And actually, we didn't technically get kicked out. We wanted to leave in the worst way. We just spurred it on a little bit. Oh, I've been kicked out of a few radio stations in my time. I still have some of the memos. Do not let El Jefe in. He is a threat. Rick, you're in the hideout. Hey, uh, who's this? It's Jefe. Hey, F.A., uh, me and my redneck friend got kicked out of uh, a, a pizza place uh, that where where you take your kids at. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying any names. Right. But um, we were in there, and, uh, you know, first of all, the beer was foul. They have, like, one brand of beer. <laughs> okay. Damn. Uh, and I'm not going to mention any names of beers. Okay. But, you know, the keg was old, probably about a month old or whatever. I mean, it was stale. You know, and that started it out. But uh, I, I, I took my son there, and they were having a, a private birthday party right next door to where the dining area is, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, so there was this big guy dressed in a rat uniform. <laughs> okay. And uh, he comes over. He grabbed my son by the arm. He goes, your child needs to stay out of this party. And I said, hey, hey, you rat. I said he's just trying to look at the you know the characters on stage you know how they play their yeah I got gotcha. their instruments and everything <laughs> and, and so I poked the rat and he poked me back and my redneck friend hit the rat in the side of his artificial head uh-huh. and, and then the manager came up and he said you know you two need to get out of here so we took our beers. And we sat out front, and when everybody walked up, we told them, we're closed. <laughs> All right, you know what? You're in the lead. Hold on. I don't even know if it's true, but I don't care. You're a good storyteller, Rick. Uh, he got kicked out of a quote-unquote pizza joint where they have uh, costumed rats for getting into a fight. Then he sits out front with his beer saying, hey, sorry, we're closed. That's a good one, Rick. 407 916 1041 888 978 1041 star 1041. 
of your singular wireless phones. All right, this one I'm intrigued by. Steve, you're in the hideout. Hey, guys, how you doing? What's up, buddy? Hey, I got kicked out. I've been kicked out of countless bars for the same trick in four countries now. Uh, but the first time it was, um, I was trying to find a, a new way to entertain my friends. So I uh, grabbed my Dugan, I stuck it between my legs, pulled my shirt up and held it in my teeth and set my pubic hair on fire with a with a lighter. You do this normally? No, nah, I haven't done it in, uh, in about six years now, but I've uh, I learned that you can do it three times in one night. The fourth time, it hurts like all buttery. All right, you know what? Hold on, Steve. Um, I want to I wanna set up an appointment for you to come into the hideout and do that trick. <laughs> would you be willing to do that trick for a prize? Yeah, I would. I right, would. Here's the thing, Steve. Hold on. I'm going to have number one get your info. i got to clear this through the lawyers. But um, maybe next week I want you to come in here and do that trick of setting your pubes on fire. I can do that, Mac. All right, buddy. Hold on. Wow. You're not in the lead, by the way. But he definitely could end up winning something bigger next week for just coming in. You know what we had to do? So he could see who could burn the most pubes. Steve or Chunks? I think Chunks has more to burn, and I don't know if that'll help. Ladies first in the hideout. Marie. That'll, that'll go all the way up his back, though. Yeah, probably in his neck. What's going on, Marie? What did you do to get kicked out? Um, well, it was my friend's birthday, so I took her and a bunch of friends of us went to uh, one of the local gay clubs. Mm -hmm. And if you tipped, you know, the um, drag queen a couple bucks, you know, go bring them up there and do a birthday shot and whatnot. Mm -hmm. Well, my friend's a little, she's a little round, and <laughs> when it came time to do when it came time to do the shot, uh, instead of like you know saying happy birthday, she was telling her how like her outfit wasn't right for her body type and whatnot. And by this time, I was pretty drunk, so when she turned around laughing with the crowd, I grabbed her wig and I got kicked out. Oh man! All right, thank you, sweetie. If I had a nickel for every time I pulled off a drag queen's wig, whew, I wouldn't be sitting here. I'll tell you that. You don't know it's a drag queen beforehand, though. That's the only difference. It ain't more if you don't know. Okay. Mm, that's the rule I live by. If I think it's a chick, by golly, it counts in my head as it's being a chick. Then you can just close your eyes and, like, bang a guy. And be like, oh, it's not good. No, because I would have known. Mm. But if it's a dude dressed like a chick, and I have no clue, and she ends up, it ends up doing stuff to me. How can you not know? I go to gay bars. Stop. That's a guy. I didn't know. I can't tell you how many times that thing's cleared my conscience, that saying. I like a fruity drink. All right, let's take a break. Stop. Any word on dubs? No. But apparently Chunks is on Ron and Fez in D.C. What? That's what I've been told. Why isn't he here? And then I asked Matt Albert, who heard it, and he was of absolutely no use. He goes, Chunks is on Ron and Fez. And I go, oh, yeah, what's he doing? What's he saying? And he goes, I don't know. I blocked out. What the hell? He doesn't drink. I don't know how you're just going to black out. I guess it's sleep deprivation from Being, sleeping all day. Oh, he's just so fat. All right, let's take a break. We'll come back. We'll wrap up these stories. We'll pick a prize, pick a winner. What did you kick? Uh, best story of getting kicked out of a place. Number two says she has uh, a couple stories as well. 407-916-1041, star-1041 on your singular wireless phones. Also, we have those free tickets for the Monsters Block Party tonight with Mako's at downtown Church Street. If you want to come on up and uh, and pick those up, feel free to. It's the Hideout Real Radio 104.1. 
Well, look who just walked in. Who? What's new? Uh, how you doing? Welcome back into the hideout. Real Radio 104.1. J-Dubs is back. He was playing hooky. I was not. Dubs, right now we're in the middle of a uh, contest. Well, one. You hadn't been listening? No, I told you I was listening to CDs. You're an ass. I'd be listening now. If I were me. Why? Because the star's here? Goddamn right. Now, I heard you tell us I was listening. I heard you tell a story about you getting kicked out of a gay bar. Yes. Now, what happened? You uh, passed out? Yeah, from tequila. And some gay bars. And someone came up to you? Ta- yeah. And what happened? Tap me on the head. With what? I'm not sure. <laughs> Is that why you got here so fast? You just wanted to ask? Yeah, I, did, I needed to know. I was going to actually, you know, enjoy my day, my day off, but I got called in. Don't you hate that, getting called in? <laughs> on your day off? Yeah. Um, it's where have you been kicked out, Dubs? I'm sure you've been kicked out of plenty of places. Uh, mostly bars. Worst defense? Um, That's what we're rewarding. Worst defense wins a prize. Well, I had a I had a long string for about uh, two months. I got kicked out of six different bars for puking in my cup. So I'd just be uh, sitting there drinking at a bar, and it all hit me at once, and I'd throw up in my cup. And that would uh, get me kicked out every time. And I think that's an automatic signal to get kicked out. And I never fought it. I was like, you know what? It is time to go. You're right. Time for me to leave. Um, Right now, Rick's in the lead for getting in a fight at a children's pizza place with one of the characters. Awesome. Classy. Sinatra. Sinatra, you're in the hideout of World Radio. Sinatra. Oh, I'm sorry, that was the wrong uh, wrong line. Here we go, Sinatra. Go ahead. Hey, what's up? How's it, Dubs? How you doing? What's going on? All right, so I'm down in Jersey, and me and my cousin and a few friends went to a concert. Now, it was like a rock rap concert, and we got there like three hours early because most of the time people were in the parking lot drinking, you know, doing what they do. Right. So we did the exact same thing, and I got blasted off everything that anybody was serving. I was drunk. I couldn't even get through the door. They had to carry me through the entrance. Just to go into the show? Just to go into the sh- Not even to get into the show, just to get into the venue to get to the stairs to get into the seat. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay. They- All right. So I'm drunk, and what do your best friends do when you're wasted? They make it worse. So they give me some burgers. I say, here, eat these burgers. It'll soak up the alcohol. It'll make you feel better. I was drunk. I said, yeah, sure, whatever. I ate them down in like three minutes flat. We get to the seat. The concert starts, and the bass in the place shook everything, <laughs> including my stomach. Oh, God. All right. Now, I know I'm going to throw up, but I don't want to ruin it for anybody so I don't say anything, you know, because they're going to have to pick my ass up, you know, right. take me to the bathroom and all that. So I try holding it in as much as possible until I explode on this guy and his girlfriend sitting right in front of me. Oh my goodness! And then I'm, and I'm sure at that point they're saying, "Hey, you got to beat it, dude. You got to yeah. scram." Now this guy, he must have either he must either gotten out of prison, or he takes steroids like I take Tic Tacs. <laughs> this guy was huge. Now I'm a big guy. I'm a big guy, but I'm mostly you know cornbread and back fat and bone resin, and that's about it. Is this, this chunks calling? Yeah, this is chunks from DC, I guess. Uh, go ahead. This guy is all muscle so my cousin he picks me up he says we gotta go to the bathroom 
he puts me, puts my head in the toilet. I finish throwing up, and the security guard comes behind me and he says, "Listen, you guys got to go." My cousin, his favorite musician, is about to come. He goes, "No way! We paid seventy dollars for these tickets. We're gonna stay until he sees the guy I threw up on looking for us." And then it's at that point he's like, "Hey, we're doing you a favor. You got to get out of here." He goes. He looks at the guy. I look at the guy and I go, "You know, I need some air. Let's get out of here." So we both get out, and once you leave the venue, you can't get back in. Right. I hear you. Thank you, Sinatra. Appreciate that, dude. Got kicked out of a concert for throwing up on somebody in front of him. No. I, you know, I don't know why anybody would ever fight getting thrown out after, you know, you throw up. And this is all about this uh, chick here in uh, Winter Park, who gets thrown out of a bar, and allegedly tried to set it on fire. No, oh, that's reasonable. No. Why not? I mean, you don't fight back once you get kicked out. You don't fight back, but if it's the next day and you want to go do a little mischief, I'm not going to No, I'm going to say it's wrong. Shock jock. Why are you all dirty? What, were you cooking out? No. My car broke down and I'm an idiot. Please isolate that. Dan, uh, Brett. It's not working. Brett, what? Yes. Hey, how you doing? What did you do, dude? What did you do to get kicked out? Well, I've done it several times and I've only been kicked out once, so... I like to wait till things get kind of rowdy uh, later in the evening, and then I, I like to unzip uh, my thing there, and I hang out just the, the round part and leave <laughs> the other part in, the round parts. Yeah. And then I, I run around and I tell people, hey, it's getting nuts in here. <laughs> they, they love it, actually, but one time it just didn't go over so well. <laughs> <laughs> I think he's in the lead. I think he wins. I'm going to do that tonight at the block right. party. <laughs> Give Brett a prize. I know everybody has some great stories, but um, do you think he's gonna beat Brett? You can see him right now. I can see him now. I don't think anybody's beating Brett. Maybe next time he does that. Yeah, since somebody don't beat his ass. Mm, I wasn't talking about that. Oh, that's actually kind of funny. So he unzips his pants and he walks around with the uh, the boys. <laughs> he goes, it's getting nuts in here. <laughs> That's funny as hell. I would be laughing so hard. No wonder he only got kicked out once. All right, Brett wins. Congratulations to Brett. He gets his pick of prizes. And uh, thank you to everybody who participated. And everybody's still on hold, and I did you a favor, because I don't think you were going to beat that. Yeah. And plus... Save a little bit on your anytime minutes. And that gives us an idea for uh, something to do. For a stunt. <laughs> Speaking of stunts, we got to cut. We have one lined up tonight, J Dub. Do we? Mm-hmm. Intern number one um, says he wants to do something later on. Yeah. So I've come up with an idea, possibly. Oh, cool. Um, so you, you know what? Let's take a break. Okay. And let's talk to you. J Dubs has been uh, has been missing today. Can I go clean up? No. Damn it. I don't really think it's cool. You came in here in blackface. You are so dirty right now. I know. I am absolutely filthy. I uh, The car actually broke down about 1 p.m., and I've been working on it basically ever since. And I was outside in a mall parking lot working on it, so I had all these people walking by me and everything. And I want to thank everybody who came up and tried to help me, because where we came from in northern Virginia, no one would stop and help you. I had at least 20 to 30 people say, hey, man, is there anything I can do? Is there anything I can do? And, uh, no, there wasn't. 
but thank you for trying. Did you drop the radio card to him, J-Dubs? Never. Actually, you're wearing your J-Dubs hat. Actually, I didn't have it on at that point because I was underneath my car and everything, but it was sitting on top of the car, so maybe people knew. People say anything to you? Like, hey, Dubs, what's up? No. No, they said, hey, idiot. You, uh, how did you get this in this mess? Because I was just standing there with this big belt and trying to feed it all the way through my car. Oh, so it's one belt that goes around the car? It's one belt that goes all underneath the hood, like around like five or six different pulleys. So, yeah. What's wrong with you? How how stupid are you? You don't know how to put on a belt. And then uh, when I went to Pep Boys, uh, the guy there, he was having trouble with it, too. He's like, don't feel bad. It's tough. So, And I helped him. We all worked it out. It was a team effort to get me back here. Catherine told me you're missing half of the show. Yeah. Missing half of your pay. Just for the night? Yeah, so that means those $2. Those $2 are going back to Clear Channel. Damn it. I can't get a classic triple. Let's take a break. We'll come back. By the way, we still have those tickets, some of those monster tickets for tonight's uh, big gig going on down at... uh... All right, well, uh, if you want those, come on in. We'll give you some of those tickets for the big block party at Mako's with the monsters performing. Uh, Take a break. Come back. More of the hideout. J-Dub's finally here. It's the hideout. Real Radio 104.1. Enough of the theme bumpers. No, it's great. I love this. Love the cars. Welcome back into the hideout. I am El Jefe. Finally, that is J-Dubs. It is Real Radio 104.1. What, what's new? In fact, here in about 10 minutes, we open up the doors in the hideout. Open door policy. Giant Brian's already here with some food. Thank you to him. He's nice. already my favorite uh, listener. Yeah, he's gr- he actually is great. He, is, uh, he was the first one to come up on the open door. And he's... Uh, he actually invited me to go um, hang out with him on Sunday to watch the Maverick game. I ended up just going to Dubs' place. Do you think they're going to make it? Well, no, last Sunday. Oh. And actually, I hope they make it. I hope they're playing this Sunday. Otherwise, the series is over. It's about to start here in a few minutes. Um, but anyway, Dubs, let's get caught up with you first. Okay. What yeah. happened? All right, this morning, uh, this afternoon... I drove down to uh, take my girlfriend to a job interview. All right. Which she got the second interview, which is, you know. Oh, very good. That'll good help very. out. Yeah, definitely. Uh, um, but when I left there, because I left there to uh, go pick up some tickets for some concerts going down downtown the this music, weekend. The Florida Music Festival. Yeah, I went to go pick up those tickets. I didn't get a block away from where she was interviewing at before my radio started to kind of fuzz out. Which was odd because I was listening to a CD. Oh, all right. So then you begin to get worried. Yeah, and I looked down, and my ABS, my anti-lock, or anti-lock brake system, uh, light was on, which I even thought was more odd. So I I go into the left lane to turn into a uh, a parking lot or something to check it out, and it dies right in the left hand lane. Oh. Luckily, there was some guy out there. He ran over and helped me push it into the parking lot. And then some other guys came up and gave me a jump, and my car worked fine then. But I did not want to go too far away from where uh, my girlfriend was taking her uh, interview. Right. So I went right back to where she was interviewing at, and it took her like an hour, 15 minutes. 
During that hour, 15 minutes, I didn't turn my car off. I wanted to keep it on. I wanted to keep it running because I didn't want it to stall out again and not have it start up. Mm -hmm. Right when she gets back into the car after her interview, after hour 15 of me just sitting there with the car idling, I go to pull out, starts to die again right then. So I get into another parking lot at a mall, and I figure, all right, my my car's not keeping a charge, and... uh, it has to be, because it's not the battery, it has to be the alternator. Now, how do you even begin to know this? You already had this knowledge on you? Yeah, I I, uh, I did, took some car classes. I just learned what an alternator was today. Really? Hmm? They paid off, but it still didn't help. Mm. So you, you changed your own alternator? Yeah, I changed the alternator, but then when uh, I got done with that, I went to try to pull the uh, belt up, and it just came unraveled from every other pulley. And that's when I knew I was screwed. I tried to get it all set back up. wasn't happening. You know what I would have done? What? Cried. I felt like it a couple times. I probably would have cried. I, I almost cried because I almost I already spent 250 bucks on the parts, on the new alternator, and I bought a new battery just to be safe. Oh. And I bought tools to fix it. So it all came up to about 250 bucks. How much did it cost you when you took it over to the place to? That was only twenty bucks to put that the was, belt back on. That was cheap, but it took sixty bucks in uh, towing cost to get it over there. So that was another eighty bucks uh, the towing and uh, getting the uh, belt put on. Dude, it's at that point you play the radio card. If I were you, what time did all this begin to happen? Uh, about one thirty. You should have called Shannon Burke. I guarantee you, Shannon and SBK and everybody would have had. Multiple people out there to help you. I would. I wish I would have tried. Oh now looking back, I wish I would have tried. But I, I thought I'd be Billy Badass and do everything myself, which was stupid. I am such a wuss. I'm, I'm honest with you. Once that would have happened, I would have cried. I think. I'm not kidding you. I'd have been wiping away the tears. I think what you would have done was what I should have done. Just take it straight to a mechanic. Oh, yeah, I wouldn't even have attempted to try to fix it myself because I wouldn't have even known what the problem was. And uh, when I went to go get the parts to fix it, uh, the the people told me, oh, uh, there's an auto parts place right down the road on your right. When they said right down the road, that meant nine blocks. You walk all that way? I walked nine blocks to go get my uh, new battery alternator and uh, just uh, some different tools. And uh, I told the guy when I was there, hey, uh, I just walked nine blocks to get here. He gave me a ride back to my car, which was nice of him. All right, people here are insanely nice. Yeah. Because in D.C., no one would have helped you. No. We could have called another radio show, and people wouldn't have shown up. I guarantee you, if you had called Shannon when it first happened, or the file, and said, somebody please help me, you'd have had... At least 10 to 15 people there to help you fix that thing. Yeah, I should have thrown up an SOS. That's the first thing I'd have done. I'm such a wuss, and I'm like, there got, there has to be some benefit of being in radio. This is it. Somebody please come fix my car and give me a ride home and bring me some food. When, I, when it happened, I threw my, uh, like, when I couldn't, when I knew I couldn't get that belt back on, I just started picking up stuff that I'd been replacing, like the old alternator and everything, just started chucking it across the, uh, the the parking lot. I'm a little upset you didn't call me. Why? More. To try to help you. Well, I did. I knew that this was going to take a while to get done. I didn't think I would be uh, this late. 
but because you I, just got here 15 minutes ago. I knew that I needed uh, yeah, that we needed to do something for the show before the show starts, so I figured I'd leave you completely out of it. Thank you. Just be honest, I hardly care what happened to you. You care. It's kind of funny. Quit being a badass. It's funny how much money you're out and how dirty you are. I'm very dirty. I'm more dirty than uh, money I'm out. I think it's time we throw your car in a lake. I'm not that far away from it. You know you need you know you've been debating and you need to get over to Thurston. Yeah, I need to get a new car. Definitely. That's my next order of business. Cuz that calf just ain't cutting it. It's but been... you know you know uh, how uh, like a few weeks ago there was that high-pitched hum coming out from underneath the hood? Yeah, cuz you were like this sounds here. And here's the thing too. I'm like I don't hear anything. It, there was a high pitch hum coming out. It's gone now. That was the alternator going. I guess the bearings were going out on it. Yeah, I remember uh, one night, Chunks was like, man, that doesn't sound good. It sounds like it's going to break down. I'm like, shut up. You don't need to hear that. And you're like, yeah, it's probably just the alternator. And he's like, I don't know about yeah. that. I said, yeah. and you waited that. too long. Yeah, I know. I knew it right when it happened. And I, I'm the worst about that. Just pushing it until it can't take no more. So it can't take no more. Like it's your chicken sex. Mm-hmm. She can't take no more. Um, here's what we do. We get you a new car. You're gonna buy me one? Please. You're lucky if I'm gonna give you a ride. And I say we smash your old one on the air. <laughs> I need that to trade it in. I still owe a year on it. I'm I'm paying still another year on that car. It's terrible. Well, I'm glad you're safe. Me too. How was your chick during all this? Um, She was fine. I told her to go into the mall and walk around and do that kind of stuff. Uh, She was wearing her new suit that she got to go to these interviews with, and I got a little grease on it. So she's not very happy with me right now. I can't do anything right today. You really can't. You've brought the whole feel of the show down. We were having a blast until you got here, your dirty ass. We're still having fun. No, we're not. It's still a party. Why don't you leave? Okay. I'll take the rest of the day off. You've already been... And by the way, were you going the wrong way on 436? <laughs> yes. You were almost to the airport, weren't yes, you? Yes, I was. I turned around, and I got right here. I turned around, and I started... I, I passed that uh, thrift co, and the uh, the video game store me and Chunks went to, and I'm like, okay, now I am going the right way. Now at least you know. Yep. This song's for you. It's a party. How come there's no music like Cool in the Gang anymore? Woohoo! My dad used to tell me whenever this song would come on, I'd go dancing around in my diaper. Mo. I said we recreate that. It you is got Friday. a diaper to put on? It is Friday night. If you got a diaper to put on, I'll fill it because I really need to go. What are you doing? What? And I'm too tired. I've been working all day. You're too tired to poo? Yes, I'm too tired to go to the bathroom. Like, actually physically walk there. I'm not too tired to actually go, though. Yeah, that, that part's easy. Yeah, that part's fun. All right, Dubs, I say we take a break. That is a celebration. We'll come back. Open door policy. 407-916-1041, 888 star 1041 and your singular wireless phones. 
bunch of buddies who stop by on a Friday night, bring your own headphones, sit in on the hideout. <laughs> yeah, it's a bring your own headphones kind of party. Most places it's bring your own beer. Here we ask you to bring your own radio equipment. Because we don't got none. <laughs> we got no more. Also, too, we have some of those tickets left over for the uh, Monsters Makos uh, party downtown. Big gig starts at 11. Everybody's already partying right now, from what I understand. All you got to do is come on up, and we'll give them to you. Well, uh, you can come up, say hi during the uh, hideout open door policy. We'll hand you your ticket so you can be on your way. Um, let's take a break, and we'll come back, Dubs. And we'll start uh, the show with, uh, with me and you. Yeah. And then um, we'll have a lot of fun. Got to give away these passes to Universal, too, for Fear Factor. Got something fun planned. It's the Hideout Real Radio 104.1. Welcome back into the Hideout, Real Radio 104.1. I'm Hefe, that is Dubs. It is the open door policy. Uh, come on into the Hideout. We're 2500 Maitland Center Parkway in Maitland. Um, and uh, what happens on Friday nights from 9 to 11? We open up the doors of the Hideout. You can come in, you can hang out, be part of the radio show, making new buddies here in Central Florida. Um, right now, Dubs is um, in a bit of a predicament because he spent all day yeah. fixing his car. Alternator went out, then he couldn't get the belt back on. Uh, Brad, you're in the hideout on World Radio. Hey, J-Dubs. Yeah. First, let me start off. Hey, I love, you guys are great. Much better than uh, the I, I prior. Guess. Thank you. Um, J-Dubs, I hate to break some bad news to What's you. What's that? That high-pitch hum you were hearing, that mm-hmm. was your belt going out. Actually, no. Uh, they uh, they told me when they were fixing it that it was uh, because the belt's brand new. Uh, that it was the bearings in my actual. Um, All right, so you have nothing more to worry about then. Or Brad, I mean, are you a mechanic? Do you think you know this stuff pretty well? Or yeah, I'm a, I've been a mechanic for 23 years now. And it, there's no way it was the bearings in the actual. Well, it just sounds very strange that if if you had a high pitched noise. And you said the belt basically fell off in your hands when you went to. No, it didn't. That, it fell off after I took the uh, alternator off. Yeah, but was it in bad? Condition? No, it was, was in perfect crack? condition. There's no cracks or anything. All right, so oh. that, all right. Well, that's not that, so bad then. Yeah, then, then I don't know about your bearing going out, but the internal parts of the, you know the copper wire and all that crap mm. and alternator probably didn't go out then. All yeah. right. I thought you said that the the damn belt broke off. No, the belt fell off in my hands after I took the alternator off, and I couldn't get it back uh, rerouted. Hey, thanks, Brad. Appreciate it, buddy. Have a good night, guys. Thank you. Now, is that one belt going through? Yeah. So I thought it was a whole bunch of different belts. No. That's just one belt that's yeah, doing all that? The serpentine belt. Damn. I'm proud of you. Why? Because you knew how to do that. I half knew. I if even... I totally knew, I would have uh, been back here about 5 o'clock. I don't even know how to change my oil. I'm serious. I couldn't change my own oil. I don't even know where the oil goes. You, you can change other people's oil, though, can you? You put the oil in the same place you put the gas, right? No. Really? No. Man, I got I got to take some classes. I didn't even realize. I thought it all just went in the same place. Antifreeze where they put the gas? No. What? No. Not even the liquid to clean your windshields? No. All different areas. I feel like I've been lied to. Why? How? I thought you put it all in the same place. Pop open your hood sometime. You'll see that there's different holes to put I, everything in. I don't know how to do that. I don't know how to open a hood. What am I? What, did I go to school for cars? You could have taken a class in high school. 
No, I was too busy. Give some basic knowledge. Too busy taking theater classes, J-Dubs. <laughs> too busy being gay. All right, let's say hello to some of our buddies who are here at the Open Door Policy. First, our friend Giant Brian, who was the first uh, participant in the Open Door Policy. He's been back ever since. Giant Brian, the big thing about him is that you are attempting to quit drinking, right? You were in the middle of 30 days, or at least you were five days in last time we talked to you last Friday night. How's that going? Day nine. Wow. I know. Let's hear it for him. <laughs> yeah. So much so that you even didn't go out with us afterwards to Latitudes no. last Friday. You missed an amazing time. I'm sure I did. Mm-hmm. But you, so it didn't work out for, you're, you're still in the nine days and you're trying to make it to 30 days, right? 30 days. Are you getting the itch? Dude, life is boring without alcohol. I'm going to have to say yes, because um, do you find, like, you got a chick or anything? No. Single. All right, so that's part of the problem. So you're literally just sitting at home sober, realizing you don't have a chick. Thinking about drinking. Thinking. Has it been that tough for you? No, no, no. It's not that tough at all. I remember I gave up alcohol for 30 days. I actually gave it up for two, but I wanted to give it up for 30 days, (laughs) and it didn't work out. But I commend you for making it nine days so far. Thank you. If you make it the 30 days, does that mean that you're not an alcoholic? In my mind, yes. Wow. <laughs> All right, well, good for you. Now, speaking of last Friday night and latitudes, yeah. we made a new friend uh, last Friday night, Empty Howie, who's back here in the hideout in the open-door policy. The thing is, Empty Howie, you were a maniac. <laughs> you were a maniac on Friday night at latitudes, so much so... I was wondering, um, is he going to be okay? In fact, I hadn't really heard from you all week, so I was thinking, is he alive? Because you were obliterated. Yes, heavy. I was rather trashed. Russ was handing out them them complimentary drink cards, and I was using every one of them. I'm sorry. It was such a great time out there with Russ. Awesome. Oh, yes. And so are you guys... um, you guys were out at the block party earlier. You and your yeah. your female friend, amazing. Amazing, yes. We were out there. Uh, went ahead and we went down. We just checked out all the free beer. Wow. Uh, yeah, free, free beer. beer. You can't beat that, heavy free beer. And this is with Mako's tonight. The actual uh, mm-hmm. festivities that go on at eleven, but apparently it's already started. Now, uh, is amazing your girlfriend or wife or fiance or just your buddy? Just a, a female friend. Nice. Right. Do you ever yes, get anything? <laughs> no, he doesn't. <laughs> All right. Um, is there a particular? Is there any particular reason why you won't uh, let Empty Howie do it? Or just? I just met him two days ago. Or just lend him a hand or something? <laughs> oh, y'all just met two days ago? Yeah, at, a, at a bar of all places. Imagine that, F.A., yeah. me at a bar. Who'd have thunk it? All right, yeah, right. All right, so you have no ties then to Empty Howie? No. All right, well, it's on. Yeah. Uh, hey, hold on, on <laughs> It is now officially on, and she's a uh, fair game. Um, we also got Jackass Jason is here. Link is back. He was here last Friday night. I tell you what, buddies, <laughs> let's take a break. We'll come back. we got a couple of things that we want to do. Open door policy in the hideout. Bring your own headphones. Some people are without, so bring extra headphones if you can. (laughs) And we'll take a break. It's The Hideout, Real Radio 104.1. All right, welcome back into The Hideout. What? Dubs disappear again? Real Radio 104.1 IML Hefe. Um, Friday night open door policy. Look at this. 
finding new friends, coming on into the hideout, seeing what it's all about. We really appreciate that. Um, 407-916-1041, star-1041 on your singular wireless phones. As Dubs has had apparently an awful day. Poor guy, 130, car breaks down, fixes the alternator himself, then he can't get the belt back on, ends up dropping about $300 in one day, and he's still stuck with the same crappy Cavalier, which I really feel bad about. That poor guy. Um, Tommy Bateman at the helm of the talk and roll controls. Intern number two, answering your phone calls. Intern number one, taking a break. Actually, intern number one is essentially the usher tonight because of all of our friends who are here. Um, Giant Brian, Link, Jackass Jason, uh, just stopping into uh, Captain Clover and Margaret. So great to have women in the hideout. Amazing. Empty Howie. One of our buddies, uh, Giant Brian, we're talking about him. He's in the middle of 30 days right now trying Mm. to be sober. And first of all, we discovered that last week that's pretty much a signal that you're an alcoholic. (laughs) And whether or not you make it to 30 days doesn't really particularly matter because you're still an alcoholic if you have to set that. But what did you say you were going to do? Once you uh, once you make it to 30 days? Oh, I'm going to throw a party for sure. All right, outstanding. So you're going to throw, what, a keg party? Yeah, old-fashioned red cup kegger. <laughs> right. <laughs> well, then I would like it if all of us were able to get invited. But you're sitting here and you're thinking about it. It actually made me think of the movie 40 Days, 40 Nights. And legitimately, and we'll start with you because you're in the middle of it, Giant Brian. What would be easier for you? Right now you're trying to not drink for the 30 days. But... If you could not punch the clown, have sex, there's no release at all for 30 days. What do you think would be easier? Not drinking or not, quote-unquote, releasing? There's no way I can make nine days doing doing the other ones. (laughs) Of not getting that ultimate pleasure? Yeah. Because I'm thinking about it, and I'm not lying to you. Dubs, I've tried it. Yeah. I think at most... I lasted, I think I went seven days. Now, what would be tougher for uh, 30 days of not doing it at all or 30 days of doing it seven times a day? Oh, you start to get a little <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> 30 days of seven times a day. I don't even think that's possible. What's no, the most I, you've gone? I reckon it's like 14 a day. All right, Captain Clover, you said 14? Wow. Get right on top of the microphone, right. Captain Clover. You, actu- you actually had that... That feeling, you you did that, you reached that finishing point 14 times in one day? Uh, well, I, I guess you could call it one day. I stayed up all night looking up porn on the computer, you know. All right, and that's the other thing, too. That, uh, yeah, you just, one, one after another, you start falling asleep, then you wake back up, and you're like, oh, God, titties. Oh, you can't say that. <laughs> oh, man, I can't say that. All right, hold on. <laughs> Cut all the mics, if you would, until we get everything back. Now, when I did it, uh, most I've done is eight times in one day, and that's just because I had the flu and I was stuck in bed. Seriously. And you were just with yourself? Yeah, I was 14, had the flu, was uh, home from school. I figured, what better to do than watch, you know, some uh, designing women. Designing women? Yeah, and just rock it. Who's your favorite? We talked about our favorite uh, golden girl last night. Who was your favorite designing woman? You know, I can't even remember the names anymore. It's been so long. All right, look that up on IMDb. There's Dixie Carter, wasn't that one? Not that, that was a real name. Delta, yeah, Burke. Delta Burke. All right, Delta Burke was hot. There. Annie Potts. Annie Potts is the one that I yeah. think I would want. Yeah. 
She's the one that... Now, Bateman, you told me you went 10 days? Yeah, um, when we did the uh, boxing match in, back in D.C. for Ron and Fez, I uh, tried to do that old thing where you don't have sex or anything before the, the fight. So I went like nine and a half or ten days without doing it, which is probably why I was so angry during the fight. And that's why you kick Spoon's ass. By the way, don't let Tommy fool you. He may look tiny. He'll kick everyone's ass in here, like all of us if we tried to fight him at yeah. once. And I know that Empty Howie's even been in the military. He'll still hand you your ass. I promise you. 407-916-1041, Star-1041 on your singular wireless phone. It actually, mine came after New Year's. It was one of my New Year's resolutions. And I don't know why it would be, but I seriously wanted to cut down on the amount of times that I was doing that, like taking care of myself. I don't know why. I can't remember why it was either. But I, I gave all of my porn away, too. Like, I walked into the radio station. This was in Michigan. Remember? And mm-hmm. I gave Shafee, our buddy. I was like, here. I, but you wanted it back, and he never gave it back. It was like a big stack. And I was like, there, take it. Take all my porn. And so he took all my porn, and I'm not kidding you. Like, All right, welcome back into the hideout. F.A. and Dubs on a Friday night, 407-916-1041, triple eight nine seven eight one zero four one star one zero four one on your singular wireless phones. Greatest party song of all time. What is this? It's Eddie Murphy party all the time. Is it really? Yeah. That's... Isn't that odd, some of the stuff we have in here and some of the stuff we don't? We have the whole collection, I mean, of all the Clear Channel stations, don't we, essentially? The Clear Channel stations here, yes. And there's a, there's such a you know a wide mix. I'm sure people are bringing in their own stuff, too. And I heard a rumor that there's a way we can access entire Clear Channel. Why would you say that on the air? No. Now everybody's going to know that we have that. We don't have that. We don't know how. But we know someone who does. And we're going to start accessing stuff from all over the country. Um, Dubs, Friday night here in the hideout, and we have these actual tickets. It's open-door policy, by the way, so feel free to swing on in. And uh, just come hang out, be part of the radio show. There's no pressure. Uh, it's better if you bring your own headphones. That way you can actually hear Dubs or Bateman or the phone calls. Or you can just come here and hang out, you know, and make some uh, make some friends here on a Friday night, especially if you're new to the area. It's a great thing to do. So we got a few people stopping by. Um Almost like by eight or nine people have already swung through so far. And also, too, if any of you guys want tickets, we have more tickets for the Monsters Makos gig coming up. Um, we'll, we'll get you those. Uh, Linda and someone else stopped by a little bit earlier and just uh, said hi, picked them up, and went down uh, down to downtown. Are you, are Dubs, are you still going with me tonight to Makos? Or? I wasn't going to, but I just decided probably about 15 minutes ago, yeah, I am. You still want to go out? Yeah. You want to get loaded? You need a drink? Uh, yeah, I definitely need a few drinks. I don't know if I want to get loaded, though. I'll drive. I'll be designated driver then. Thank you. I was designated driver last week. Empty, empty Howie even saw it. I was walking around with the Man. water. I'll tell you this, though, and I don't know if you find this yet, Giant Brian, who's trying to go through 30 days of sobriety. I'm actually beginning to have more fun sober than drinking when I'm out and about. And it scares me a little bit because I never thought I'd be the kind of guy who could go out and have a drink or not have a drink and still have a good time. But, and Dubs, I was even telling you this. I mean, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm actually finding I'm having more fun 
Because the last time we went out to Club Paris and I got drunk off of the what I thought was a screwdriver but was really orange juice, champagne, and vodka mixed all into one, and I got so amazingly sick. I had more fun the next night at Latitude sober. So I don't understand um, if I'm... It just proves that you don't need alcohol to have a good time every time you're out at the bar. I always thought I did. No, you don't. I'm just, I'm learning this about myself. Yeah, Link. Well, I drink sometimes. I don't drink too much. I mean, my dad was a heavy alcoholic. I just don't want to follow in his footsteps. Right. Do it. Just Um, walk down. Yeah, just go ahead and be that. Go ahead and go down and be just like your pops. Yeah, um, let's not say we did. (laughs) Um, Besides the fact that he was 6'11", anyways, but... um, I find it kind of more amusing to be sober than drunk anyways because the more people get drunk, the funnier they be. And then they started thinking that, you know, hey, you're, you know, they're starting thinking, hey, why don't you get drunk? You, you know, it's like getting high. It's like watching people getting high because then they get stupid and then it's like funny. You're watching them in the opposite way around. So. You know, and you're right because part of the fun, too, when you're the designated driver, you're the sober one, is getting trying to like get your drunk buddies to do stuff that they normally wouldn't do <laughs> and you're like hey dude i bet you can't get on top of that table and then he hops up on the table and he's like son i told you and i'd be like i bet you can't get on top of the table and take your shirt off and dance and then he gets up there and he's all proud of himself yet in the meantime you're sitting there laughing at him taking pictures with your camera phone posting it on myspace <laughs> like look at this jackass happened to you before no mm. i'm just saying <laughs> it's happened to people that i know um we have this to give away. Uh, intern number one. Um, we got this uh, pair of tickets and passes to see uh, Fear Factor live at Universal Studios. Plus, if you get in this, you get qualified for the grand prize. VIP tour Universal Studios for four. You got the one-day passes. You got the uh, complimentary uh, valet parking pass. All at UniversalOrlando.com for more ticket info. Did you guys see this about Saddam Hussein? And there's this whole thing going on. And apparently he's pissed off and he's going to sue because there was a picture of him on his t- in his tidy whities It didn't uh, take long for him to be uh, Americanized, huh? I know. I'm going to sue you. I know, exactly. Before, Did- I'd, I'd be t- I, I'll torture you. Now it's gone. I'll sue you. Did you see the picture of him in his tidy whities No. Uh, did, you, did you, first of all, is it odd to you to think that Saddam Hussein wears tidy whities Yeah, he doesn't seem like that kind of guy. You know, he seems more of a, maybe a boxer brief kind right. of guy. I'm thinking he's a commando kind of dude. Really? <laughs> Why? I mean, he was a dictator. You know what I mean? Or do you think he was wearing, like, uh, pantyhose underneath? <laughs> I think that might be more. Like a nice uh, yeah. pink silk ensemble, like chunks. Nice panty thongs. Um, so, anyway, there's this whole hubbub about him. And I was I was wondering, because we were looking at this picture, and intern number one, can he hear me? Bateman, will you give him your headphones so he can hear me? Or have him put on his headphones? In inter number one, we were looking at this picture of Saddam, and I was sitting there thinking to myself, can you imagine the stench of a Saddam tidy whitey? And you actually said you could, because you have what, this insane sense of smell? I do. I have have a very good sense of smell. Now, how did you you discover that you had this great sense of smell? I'm sorry, what? How did you discover you had this great sense of smell? Um, Well, actually, it happened one time. I I was... um, I don't know. Caref- Be careful how you word this. Yeah, I'm, I'm trying. Uh, I was with a girl, <laughs> okay, a female, and uh, I noticed a smell. That she was excited? That, sh- that she was excited in a way. Oh, to be with you? 
Uh, I don't know if it was that. It could have. It could have been the other guys, but uh, I don't know. <laughs> it could have been a fact that you were about to have a gangbang. Yeah, actually, I'm lying. I've never been with a woman. <laughs> <laughs> but you do say you actually do have this keen sense of smell. I do. I do. I do, do say this. Okay. Here's what I want to do then. Huh. I'd like to do a hideout sniff test, and this is what I'd like to happen. I'll let one person in here play. Let me see. I'm gonna say. Well, here's all right. Let me describe what we're gonna do first, okay. Jay Dubs. I want number one to sniff the seats that myself, Dubs, and Bateman are sitting in. Hmm. I don't know about that today. After I've been sweating, it's like I've been at a theme park all day. I'm Lu- chafing. Lucky. I know. Then we'll put intern number one into the soundproof booth, and we'll grab some napkins and stick them down the back of our pants. And then see if you're so good at this smell, see if you can identify the smells of the hideout. <laughs> now, I'm willing to throw in a fourth participant if anyone here in the studio audience on this open-door policy Friday night would like to get involved. Now, automatically, Margaret and Amazing, the two women, I don't think they want to do this. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to make them, Bateman. <laughs> what? <laughs> is there anyone else? I mean, if you want to, all you got to do is put the... Uh, Put the napkin down the back of your pants. Do the women want to uh, smell too? They can smell all of them. Uh, I don't think the women <laughs> have want a blast. To. Yeah, <laughs> feel free to. No, this is a punishment for intern number one. Link, you want in on this? I'll do it. All right, I'll this is perfect. Better. Link, then actually, I'm glad it's you because you, re- you already know the one that smells like Salisbury steak is Link's. Yeah, that's Link. <laughs> <laughs> are you are you now real positive about your uh, ability to smell? I am extremely positive. Why am I being punished? You're being punished. We're just testing you. <laughs> Actually, you know what? It's not a punishment. He was uh, threatening you earlier. Don't you remember this? You better be careful. All right. Please. Don't threaten the lives of your bosses. You that's, better be careful. That's not very cool. All right. Here's what we'll do then, Dubs. We'll take a break. We'll come back. And we'll let number one sniff the chairs. And here's how we'll give out the prize. How many do you think you can correctly match out of us? Out of the four? Uh-huh. Out of myself... You, Dubs, Tommy Bateman, and Link here in the hideout. And by the way, it's best if when you're doing the paper back there that you don't dirty it up because then that may give it away. Too bad Chunks isn't here. Actually, lucky for Chunks, Chunks isn't here because this would be a Chunks bit. <laughs> so, True. So number one has moved. And number two is lucky she's a girl. Otherwise, she'd be participating too. But for some reason, because she's a girl, she can't participate. I don't even understand those rules. So we'll take a break, and we'll come back, and we'll begin the hideout sniff test. Here's what I want. First four callers, since we have four participants, uh, 407-916-1041, star-1041 on your singular wireless phones. I will allow you guys, actually we need five people. How many do you think he'll match correctly? Will he match zero? Will he match one? Will he match two, three, or will he match all four? Whichever number you correctly pick, and that's the one that he gets, that's the amount that he gets correct, you end up winning the Universal Fear Factor Live uh, prizes. So 407-916-1041, star-1041, singular wireless phones. All you're doing is picking a number. Pick your pony. Hideout sniff test next in the hideout. Real Radio 104.1. All right, welcome back to the hideout. 
Hefe and Dubs, 407-916-1041, star-1041, singular wireless phones. By the way, we do some have uh, some of these passes still, the free admission to the Friday night downtown Church Street block party uh, with the Monsters and Makos. Uh, they started at about 11 o'clock. And so, uh, you know, if you're looking for something to do, if you can make it up here to the Clear Channel Compound, we got your your, uh, your ticket, so you don't have to worry about uh, the you know paying the fee once you get down there. Um, it's an open door policy as well. Giant Brian, Link, Adam, Jackass, Jason, Empty Howie, and amazing, and amazing apparently was out there already. Oh, in, was she? in the early festivities? I can't really talk about what she did on the air. Let's just say it simulated the use of hands. Do mm. um, you want to do that again? Yeah, I said uh, she lost. She came in second place. And so I'm figuring there's, there's enough dudes here to make you win next time because you always want to be a winner. The last thing you want to do is lose. Yeah, Empty Howie. Yeah, the only reason she lost, though, is because the other woman was really ugly, and they kind of felt bad for her, you know what I mean? So I doubt they that. Can't, they can't let the hot win, the hot chick win all the time, you and, know what I mean? And by the way, this amazing is amazing. She's absolutely beautiful. Yes. No, look at her. She's even blushing. Next time, Hakalugi. <laughs> All right, stop. Uh, Here's what we're doing right now. It's the hideout sniff test. Intern number one insists he has this amazing sense of smell. And because of that, he's going to be giving away uh, these universal passes. What we're doing is we're going to take a couple of callers, and you have to decide whether he'll get uh, four matches uh, out of Zero through four. Zero through four, essentially, how many matches he'll get. He's going to identify the smells of the hideout. Myself, J-Dubs, Tommy Bateman, and uh, one of our in-studio guests, Link. So, um, got to pick a number between zero and four. Ladies first, always in the hideout. Jennifer, what number are you going with? I'm going to go with two. All right. You think that he's going to be able to get two of these smells correct? Uh, yeah. Hold on one second, Jen. Okay. Um, also, two. Oh, what is this? Chunks? God damn it. Why is he calling it in the middle of a game? Tell him to call back later. What do you want? Uh, nothing, man. Call him to say hi. We don't. We don't need you. All right. In fact, you've you've a stumbling block in the middle of a bit in the game. Oh. All right. Hang up on him, quick. Where were you? I'm out drinking a little bit. In D.C. Yeah. You realize you were supposed to be stunting tonight out at Mako's with the monsters. Well, I didn't. I didn't know that. And were you on Ron and Fez earlier? Yeah. Were you talking more trash about us? No, I didn't say anything bad. That's not what I'm hearing. No, I didn't say anything bad at all. All right, you're going to be in a lot of trouble when you get back. Uh. <laughs> I think it's punishment time on Monday. No, I'm just saying hi. Beat it. By the way, if you want to call Chunks in D.C., 703. No, no, no. No, <laughs> Nine. I actually forgot the number. Otherwise, I'd have given it out. I'm not going to give it out. But if you look hard enough on MySpace, you'll find it. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, it's been posted a few times. Uh, There's another website. you want me to give it out? No. It's one of our buddies. Whose website? SBK Live. <laughs> <laughs> Is it on SBKLive.com? Mm-hmm. All right, go there and find it then. All right, Jin Pick 2. What's going on is uh, number one has to identify the smells of the hideout. So, Travis, what are you taking on the board? Zero through four, not two. I'm going to have to go with three. All right, Travis is getting three. Hold on, my friend. Danny, you hear what you're left with. What are you picking? What's up, man? I'm going to pick one. All right, he's going to go with one. That's actually a pretty safe bet, Danny. All right, hold on, my friend. 
go with uh, Ray. Ray, you're in the hideout. What do you got? Um, I'm going to guess four. All right, so Ray's going to go with uh, the toughest one, that he's going to match all four of them. Bobby Hill, you're left with zero. All right, well, I guess that's what it looks like. All right, hold on a second. What I need you to do in turn number two so these people don't have to stay on hold, get all of their phone numbers so that if they win, we'll call them back and they get the Fear Factor Live at Universal Studio parking passes and the pair of tickets. So now I guess it is time. Um, how we're going to get this going is that intern number one will sniff the chairs that everyone's sitting in so that he can identify the, uh, the, identify the smells of the hideout. Should we leave him a little present to make it easier for him to identify the smell? I think I have one, Bruin. I right, want you to leave him a little present to make it easier for him. <coughs> All right, Link. Link, do you need to work something up so you can leave him a little helper smell? No, I'm fine. Okay, you're okay. <laughs> All, right, don't worry about it. All right, hold on a second. Let me go. <clears throat> All right, Bateman, did you leave him a little something? Yeah, a while ago. Okay, so number one, since you're in there already. Why don't you start off by sniffing? This is the first. This will help you identify later. Why don't you start off, start off by sniffing Bateman's chair? Bateman, if you want to stand up, get the microphone right down there. And you're going to have to compartmentalize all of these, all these smells. Let me hear you smell. <laughs> all right, come on in here. By the way, last time we did this in D.C., Bateman was by far the worst. I don't know if that'll help you at all. I had worked out like three times that day, and it was like a really—it was a really hot day too. And I was out walking a lot. And you ended up leaving a stain. That's also <laughs> what gave it away. All right, go ahead and sniff J Dub's chair now. All right, Dub. Now Dub's is dirty today. Dubs is definitely having some issues because he's been working on his car all day. Now go ahead over to Link and give Link the good old... Uh, oh, that's on leather. That's not fair. Sniff it like you're a dog. Like you're the intern dog you are. Go ahead, sniff it. He just got his face down. <laughs> all right, now he just, gave, he just gave Link the dirtiest look. All right. Why don't you go ahead and sniff my chair, Toe? Get down there. <laughs> you sniff them all? Yeah. All right, so have you compartmentalized the smells of the hideout? Uh, you feeling comfortable? All right, you look like you're about to throw up. No. All, right, all right, here's what I need you to do. And this all comes from uh, him saying that he has the best sense of smell in the world. Yeah, he says that he can tell when he's sitting in a room with a female, he can tell when she's excited just because of his sense of smell. Is amazing turned on right now, or are your power's uh, thrown off because of us? It's thrown off. All right, he's thrown off. It's sitting next to him. All right. Be a little closer than that. Why don't you go into the soundproof booth, and we'll begin to, uh, back there in the little hallway. Actually, you know what? Let's take a break. Where's our toilet paper for you to sniff? Do you have the napkins and everything? All right, grab those. Grab those and give them to everybody. We'll take a break, and we'll come back. Sniffs of the hideout. Thanks to our buddy, number one. All right, how dirty is this, guys? 
Is this pretty disgusting? Yeah. What do you think, amazing? <laughs> what do you think amazing, do you think you can match the smells? Um, no. Do you think, do you I don't want think to? I would want to try yeah, I think you that. do. Well, I think I you're think a I'd dirty quit. girl. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what did you say? You think she's a dirty girl? Yeah, I think she wants to smell some bacon strips. Oh. For some, That's what I got going today. I'm sure you do. I'm, I have no doubt that you do. No. All right, and this is the winner prize. Bobby Hill said he'll match zero. Danny said he'll match one. Jin, two. Travis said he'd match three. Ray said he would match all four. We'll take a break and come back. It's the Hideout Real Radio 104.1. Welcome back into the Hideout Row Radio 104.1 coming down the home stretch on a Friday night. Open door policy if you want to come hang out in the Hideout. Feel free. We do it every Friday night from 9 to 11, uh, 2500 Maitland Center Parkway in Maitland. Uh, 407-916-1041, star-1041 on your singular wireless phones. Right now in the middle of giving away the uh, tickets and parking passes to Fear Factor Live at Universal Studios, number one, our intern, insisted that he had a great sense of smell, so we're putting it to the test. Uh, we got five different people playing as to how many smells of the hideout he can I- correctly identify. He has already gone around and sniffed the chairs of all of the participants. And what we are doing, myself, Dubs, Tommy Bateman, and one of our buddies who's in here, Link, we're all going to put now this napkin down the back of our pants, and then we're going to write a number on them. And he's got to correctly identify how many it is. Uh, that is, uh, that, if he like, if he's got to identify each one, and however many he gets correct, that person ends up winning the prize. So, Link, if you want, and I guess all of us, uh, go ahead and get this this uh, this paper towel or napkin, and you know, do what you would do down the back of your pants. I'm gonna need a little help from Amazing, uh, the female hot person in the hideout right now. All right, let me get in here. It's been a little while. What kind of help are you gonna need? Like she, I'm gonna call her mommy, and it'll. I be know like, you're Mexican, but you can't give her a Sanchez. What? Come on. All right, so uh, I think we're all back there now. Where'd Bateman go? Did Bateman go into the other room and do it? All right, Bateman's just walking around with it. Uh oh. All right, that's staying. All right, now we got to decide what numbers we want to give each other. Hey, I'm gonna go down the front too. He's <laughs> so dirty. All right, I'm gonna go down the front. Hold on a second. You gotta use no. Write what number you are. What number do you want? One through four. Number one. All right. Make sure he doesn't hear this. Obviously. I should write them off so the handwriting matches. All right. Fine. You can touch this. Yeah. Go ahead and touch it. Give me number three. You pull the end down. No. Fine. Write number three. All right. Come on over, Link. Link, hold yours down. You're so dirty, Dubs. You're really going hardcore at it. Oh, come on. I don't know if that's grease or what. All right. And uh, hold it da- hold it down so you can write on it, if you would, Link. All right, so here's what you're playing at at home. You should throw this pen away. Yeah. Actually, I may chew on it later. <laughs> right, well, lucky you. You get a salty treat. Number one was Bateman. Number two is Link. And by the way, Link, yours is dirty. <laughs> Number three was um, me. Mm-hmm. 
and number four was Dubs. All right, you keeping track of that number two? Keep track of that for us. All right, here we go. We'll see if he can correctly identify the smells of the hideout. Go ahead and grab intern number one. Ah, our own version of Fear Factor. It's a little dirty, though. How are you, number one? Doing okay? You excited about this? You excited to test your sense of smell? Because he insists he has a great sense of smell. He can tell when a woman is excited just if she's sitting in the same room with him. His sense of smell is that good. Uh, Yes, Giant Brian. Or maybe he was with a really dirty chick. Yeah, whatever. Do we need to spread him out a little bit? I mean, I don't want all those smells... Getting in his nose at once right there. Oh, I do. Yeah, I think he should. I want to claw his judgment in any way possible. <laughs> All right. Pick whichever one you want to go uh, and sniff first. That one's brown. <laughs> that, that one is brown. Which number, number? Number two. Number two is brown, ironically. you got to sniff them, though. This is the way you sniff. No, you could grab. I need you to grab the sheet of paper. And put it right up to your nose so and I then, can hear you. And then put it in your back pocket. For later. <laughs> Which one do you start with? All right. You smelled number two. Who do you think number two was? And we'll tell you at the end how many you got correct. Can I guess at the end? No, go ahead and say Well, I mean, if you want to. All right, make a tentative guess. That was Link. All right, he's going to say number two is Link. All right, grab number three now and put it up and let's see a sniff. Sniff real well. You may want to put your nose right on it. No, I don't think so. That's, that's not necessary. <laughs> number three is you. All right, you say number three is me. Yes. All right, get in there. I need to come over here. I need to hear you sniff it. Sorry. Get right on and sniff it. And so number four, you're going to deduce, but you still need to smell. It's J-Dubs. All right. Now, you insist you have this amazing sense of smell. You've been quarantined off so that you can't hear. Do you, and you think, though, you don't want to change anything after you've gone all the way through them. Do you feel no, like you I'm need to smell kidding. again? No. You sure you don't want to smell again? And now Bobby Hill said he would get none correctly matched. Yes. Danny said one. Mm-hmm. Jen two. Travis three. Ray four. Number one was Tommy Bateman. How could you tell that was Bateman? Get over here on one of these microphones. How exactly was it that you were able to tell that that was Tommy Bateman? Because he wrote his name on it. He didn't write his name on it. It said number one. Are you sure? Yes. Number two, the one that was stained brown, was Link. That was, in fact, Link. Congratulations. You are two for two. Now, you insist this sense of smell of yours is something that's true, and so far, you are correct. You are two for two. Now, let me ask you, the smells, when you got right in there, how was that? How'd that make you feel? Uh, Not bad on yours and Bateman's. All right, so you insist that number three was me. I do. You're correct. 
J-Dubs, this kid is the king of smells. He matched one through four, the toilet papers. One was Babin, two was Link, three was me, and four was J-Dubs. Another another big hand. Now what I need you to do is I need to clean you all. I need you to grab all these and clean them all up. Yeah. And don't wash your hands. So congratulations to Ray. Do you want to find out if he's the king of taste and have him lick him? All right, you know what? Yeah. Why don't you come here and why don't you taste? Why don't you taste? No, do not put them in those. Grab them and throw them away. Flush them down the toilet as you pick them up. Make sure you pick up links with your teeth. No, absolutely not. I'm sorry. That was the worst. J-Dubs, I'm impressed. We got some talent in the hunt. Yeah. I, didn't, I had thought there was no way he was going to get that right. So Ray is the one who got the Fear Factor live tickets. Good job, buddy. Does anybody else want to try the test? Anybody else out there willing? Jackass Jason, you want to do this? I ain't sniffing nothing, man. <laughs> All right, you don't want to sniff anything. Fine, fair enough. All right, tell you what, Dubs. Let's take a break. We'll come back. Congratulations to Ray. More of the hideout Friday night, open door policy, Real Radio 104.1. Welcome back into the hideout. That fan dubs on Real Radio 104.1. or Star 104.1 on your singular wireless phone. Friday night open door policy. A few people have come. A few people have gone. Everyone heading down to the uh, downtown um, Church Street block party with the Monsters and Makos. And I believe all the festivities have already started, but really, uh, I guess the, the boys and the stunts and everything will start around 11 o'clock. So Dubs and I will be uh, bolting right after the show to get down to downtown and hang out with our buddies, the Monsters. In fact, Empty Howie is here with a, a beautiful young woman, amazing, his buddy, Jackass Jason, um, Giant Brian, Link, Adam, all here in the old Friday night open-door policy. Dubs, I got a... I want to do a little inquisition for a second. Okay, what's that? Um, unamazing. I'd like to ask her a couple of questions. Now, you were out earlier. You were participating in some events with the monsters. Uh, yeah, I was. Um, you came in with uh, with Empty Howie there. Yeah. Are you... Uh, now, I've always heard this. And number two, intern number two could probably back this up. When it comes to, to women that you can tell within, like, five minutes whether or not you're going to have sex with a dude, right? Is this something that is true? Is that is that, first of all, is that statement true? Not all the times, but most of the time, yeah, it is. Most of the time when you meet a guy, for the you know whether or not that's a guy that you would want to be with. You mean have sex with or, like, date? <laughs> have sex. Have sex. Oh, yeah. yeah oh, you know. Okay, so. sex is based on what you look like, so. Yeah, sex is always constantly about what you look like. Of course. <laughs> and um, the inside. It's inside. Yeah. <laughs> it's inside that counts. It's, yeah. That's what you date. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, so. I think the hand counts, too. All right. Well, whatever. That's what I say B with. Uh, looking at your buddy, Empty Howie, who you met two days ago. Yeah. Because he's investing a lot of time in you, hanging out with you on a Friday night. Uh, let me ask you this. Did you know within five minutes either way whether or not you would, this is a guy you would be with sexually? Yeah, I knew. You did know? Yeah. Oh, okay. Now, 
Empty Howie, would you like me to go the next the next question as to yes or no? Yes, Hefe, I really would. Some people don't want to know. Hey, I'll tell you. Hold on. I'll tell you this. I'm a guy who doesn't like rejection, so I would rather not know and just find out later on and just have her say, "Hey, uh, you know, touch my thigh." But all right, let's do this then. Okay. Empty Howie, close your eyes. I want you to close your eyes. Let me see your eyes so they're closed. Let me see. Right. Empty Howie has closed his eyes. If you, amazing. Yes. Yeah, thumbs would, up or thumbs down. Would be willing to kiss him. Right, willing to sex with him. Willing to have sex with him within the first five minutes you knew. Give me a thumbs up or a thumbs down. Nobody react. Okay. All right, so everybody we now know. All right, Empty Howie, open your eyes. I'm going to ask you whether or not you want to know. Do you want to know whether or not she would be willing to have sex with you? Of course, now that you've done did it this far, have I? Do you really <laughs> want to know? Yeah. Uh, because, you know what? Hey, uh, uh, hold on a second. i got an even better game. All right, we'll stay there. <laughs> Jackass Jason, close your eyes. Because <laughs> he's also a buddy. All right, Jackass Jason has his eyes closed. Give me a thumbs up, thumbs down. Nobody react. All right, empty how he looked. Adam, close your eyes. Every, we're going everybody here in the hideout. Adam closes his eyes. Thumbs up, thumbs down. Okay. <laughs> no reactions. I told no, no reactions. reactions. No reactions. All right, you're good, Adam. You can open them up. Link, close your eyes. Okay. Giant Brian. Close your eyes. Tommy Bateman. Close your eyes. Who's that? Tommy Bateman, back there, man in the talk and roll controls. J Dubs. Close your eyes. Let me see. All right. I don't want to know. <laughs> no, close your eyes. I already told you once, I don't want to no, know. You're close your eyes. Out. We want to know. Yeah, we yeah, want to know. Yeah. Close your eyes. All right, eyes are closed. <laughs> I give you a thumbs up, Hefe. Oh, thank you, John. Is she already give the, uh, the no, answer? No. All right, give the answer. All right, she did. All right. All right, we're now going to go back around the room. Okay. Now, have you been told, Amazing, you look like anybody famous? Is there anyone they say, hey, I can see you look like her? Um, there was somebody, but I can't really remember. I think she was like... I don't know, in like a Batman movie or something? I don't know. Okay. All right, well, that doesn't help. <laughs> there are a lot of people in Batman movies. Who wants to know first their face? Uma Thurman? Do you think no, Uma Thurman? I can't I can't really even see her very well. Because so. of the glare? Yeah. All right. I couldn't really see him very well either. All right, who wants to know first? Anybody? Anybody want to volunteer to know their right, face? Right, right, All right, Jackass Jason. That's right. All right. If you get rejected, don't get upset. <laughs> it's a woman's prerogative. And don't get mad. It won't bother me at all. All right. He's used to it. Actually, absolutely used to Jackass it. Jason, you got a thumbs down. Great. That's fantastic. It just lives up to my standard. <laughs> and actually, it's a lot of pressure Maybe off. hasn't got laid in like eight months. It's a wow. Oh. Thank you. Thank you. Oh. All right. All right. All right. I appreciate that. No need to I'm faming. Sorry. No need to faming him. That's not fair. Um, Adam, would you like to know your fate? Yeah, he does. Uh, well, I'm afraid of rejection, too. But... If you don't want to know, you don't have to know. I'm going to pass. All right, Adam doesn't want to know. Fair enough. Link, you want to know your fate? Yeah, why not? I'm fair game. What do you... 
thumbs down, Link. I'm sorry. <laughs> now, you're a good sorry. dude. I think it could have been the fact that you stained that paper. <laughs> that probably turned her off. Yeah, it was. It was the paper. Giant Brian, do you want to know your fate with um, Amazing? The... Yeah, I have to know. Thumbs down. Oh, I hate you. <laughs> <laughs> you hate me? Yes, I hate no, you. No, he hated sorry, me. I, I think you're kind of cute. <laughs> That's a no, no. Don't you, Ooh. don't waver on this. Feel bad oh. about that. Feel bad. Stay there, all right? Tommy Bateman, would you like to know? Of course. You got a thumbs up. Really? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Congratulations to Tommy Bateman. I couldn't really see because of the glare, but I mean, I can no. What? <laughs> keep, it, what? keep it going. He's practically a male model, so he says. Yeah. J-Dubs, you want to know your fate? Sure. You got a thumbs down. I think it was the smell with you, too. <laughs> I, I'm sorry. You smelled that on your chin. Oh, what? What is that? <laughs> I'm talking to you, Hefe. Why? All right, because we're I, gonna have fun tonight. I, no, no, we're not. We're gonna have fun going out to Mako's with the monsters, but no other fun. I'm assuming I got a thumbs down. Yeah. I got a thumbs down. Sorry. Right. It's fair game. But it really all comes down. Um, you gave me a thumbs up. Thank you, no, Giant no. Brian. <laughs> what on earth does that guy behind the glass have that I don't have? Tommy Bateman has this. Um, I'm telling Can you. Can he like fight or something? I, yeah. I talked about it. Uh, I talked about this the other night. Bateman. Is a poon hound. I don't know why, I don't know how, but that kid, uh, I've seen it before. I've seen him in action, and the chicks dig him. Like action, action? You've seen that? I've seen videos. Nice. He's got it posted on MySpace. All right, now, this all started with Empty Howie, who I believe is trying to get in the Wait, I'm going to send you a picture. I want her to give a thumbs up or thumbs down to this one. If it's the picture of you and you're nude, then I don't want to know. I want to. <laughs> wow. Oh, damn, damn. <laughs> no, I'm not, like, desperate or anything. I'm sure no, you're not. Wow. Um, you're in, in here with a bunch of guys doing thumbs up. Yeah, thumbs <laughs> so then I'll definitely know for sure whether it's a thumbs up or a thumbs All right, here, down. I'll give you another one. Come over here and look at this kid. Thumbs up or thumbs down to that kid. All right, that was Chunk. She said no, obviously. Yeah. That's on WTKS.com. What about what about intern number one who went around sniffing toilet paper? Thumbs up or thumbs down? I would say yes, but he like sniffed all his ass, butts, yeah. and that's just really gross. And I just but looks ugh. wise he may have it until he until he did that. Looks wise he could have had you. Uh, no, I don't think so. He might have. He's kind of dorky looking. <laughs> Damn, True. dude. I'm just kidding. I'm no. sure you're nice. Even if she did like him, as soon as she saw what kind of porn he was into. <laughs> All right, now we go back to the man of the hour. The guy who I think actually wants it. Don't you want to? Oh, you already found out. No, I'm not interested. <laughs> um, Empty Howie. What's up, Evie? Is this going to ruin your night if you get a no, or is it going to make your night if you get you know, a thumbs up? While we were going around the room, all the other people, I got to think about it. And I don't know if I want to know, only for the sake of her getting a ride back to Lakeland. <laughs> I was just thinking that, too. I was like, well, if it's right. no, are you still going to take me Bateman home? I'm a DD. I'm... Hey, 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 I ain't had a drink in about three hours. I'm good to drive. So all right. <laughs> you can be stuck in Maitland. Well, you... my friend's coming to <laughs> If you don't want to know, don't tell me. Howie don't want to know. All right, Howie doesn't want... Fair enough, my friends. Well, there it is. This is a fun game to play. Yeah, yeah. it is. It's really fun. It's a little hard on the ego. Um, you know, 
and the fact that out of the yes. ones, uh, you so know, hard. I, I, I wish I knew. I, I wish I could do this normally, you know, so I know who to slip the pills to. Stop. That's not cool. <laughs> if I don't have a chance, I know what drinks I'm aiming at. That's not cool. Now you're just being a shock jock. I am. I'm loving it. Now I think you're a little hurt. I am. Look around, like what? We're not in the top one percent. <laughs> Hosts of a goddamn radio show, but still, it doesn't matter. And that's what's awful. She'd bang a circus clown before she'd do us. <laughs> yeah. All right, now let's have you well, rank some of you. <laughs> now, now I'm just kidding. Oh, why she looked at me? I'm really sarcastic. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, I don't really mean it. <laughs> no, that's fine. Circus clowns are sexy, I guess. Uh, sexier than us. Or at least Giant Brian. <laughs> uh, she gave you like a way thumbs down. I have no problem pushing her into traffic after this. <laughs> hey, she get I'm right behind you. Um, Antoine? Yes? You're in the hideout. What's up? How you guys doing? What's, What's up? up? So that little girl doesn't like you guys? I guess she doesn't like us, no. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> All right, stop. <laughs> you're just doing... He's, I think someone's doing a voice. No. <laughs> Imagine if he isn't, and now you just said that to him. What? Maybe he's being real. It said up here he thought we were yummy. Maybe he does. Yeah, Jesus Christ. Well, what do, want, what do we want him to do? Have him talk dirty to us? Please. <laughs> Jesus Christ. We do need to build our egos back up a little bit. <laughs> Man, there's nothing worse than telling been told no. Yeah. Why'd you have to ask me about everybody? Why'd what? you have to tell the I truth? I just ask one person. Yeah. I didn't want to say yes, and then after the show, everybody's coming up to me asking for my number. You could have gotten <laughs> free drinks all night long. Well, here's the other thing, too. I mean, you could have been treated like a princess. Now you realize everyone hates you. Yeah, mm-hmm. I know. Except for the people who don't know. Well, that one guy doesn't. <laughs> Bateman, yeah. But he's the one I would fear most. Yeah. Actually- She's one of my favorite females we've ever had on the air. She's actually funny, smart, quick-witted. Attractive. Shut up. In that order? <laughs> 19. And now yeah, I'm not 19, too. <laughs> so, that's nothing wrong with that from what I understand, from where we are. Uh, 407-916-1041, 888 star-1041 on your singular wireless phones. Dubs will take a break, and I guess at this, it's at this point we say a bit of do. We say goodbye to uh, Jackass Jason, Empty Howie. And amazing, who are all headed out to Mako's. We suggest you get out there for the downtown Church Street block party uh, tonight with our buddies, the Monsters, celebrating their big, uh, the big ratings and the big ratings victories. And those are our friends. So uh, it's going not out. a goodbye. It's a see you later because we'll be out there right after the show. Yeah, we'll see you guys out there. And Bateman, I guess, is going to have a reason to go out too now. You sober tonight <laughs> again, Heaven? Yeah, tonight I'm sober because I'll be I'll be designated driver because Dubs. My car blows. And, when, and there's no way we're going out. Unless Bateman wants to go and drive. He's got to take me to the airport in the morning. So does this mean next Friday I'm going to catch stuff again about being all crazy and drunk again? Dude, you were insane at Latitudes, but it was a blast. You were a good guy yeah. to party with. Even though I was sober, you were still a lot of fun to be around, Empty Howie. It was I a try. Lo- it was a lot of fun hanging out with you. Let's take a break. We'll come back. We'll get into some stuff. Uh, wrapping up this week in the hideout. Real Radio 104.1.
All right, welcome back into the hideout. I am Al Huffman. That's Dobbs. Real Radio 104.1. Um, 407-916-1041, 888 star-1041. Singular wireless phones. Thanks to our buddies who have stopped by on the Friday night open-door policy. Some of them have already left to get down to join our buddies, the Monsters, for the uh, downtown Church Street block party. Happening with Mako's big celebration for the Monsters and the huge ratings and a uh, very big win for them and, uh, and the radio station overall. Dubs and I will be heading down there immediately following this radio program. And I'm designated driver tonight, Dubs. Getting drunk. Because... My car broke down, and I was an hour and a half late to work, so, which is not that good when you're doing a radio show. Yeah, you know, that's the odd thing, too. That's one of the... Radio's one of those things you just can't be late for. Mm-hmm. Other job, It's not like you like, you know... Hey, I'm, cover me, man. Yeah. What you did. You did a great job at it, too. Aw, oh, thank you. You're being nice. I really am. Even though you didn't listen and you listened to your CDs, I do appreciate that. Uh, our buddy Giant Brian is here. Link is here. A new friend... On the Friday night open door policy, Adam stopped by. Just graduated from college, in fact. Did you get your degree degree in psychology? You said. I got it in psychology, but um. Oh, did you, get, you got his mic up, baby. Yeah. All right, here we go. Yeah, I just graduated from the University of Florida, and I got my degree in psychology. Oh, congratulations! So Thank you. What are you gonna do with that? Uh, probably not too much. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm actually. Yeah, I worked at actually worked at a radio station for a couple of years, so. I oh. like the, either the radio business would be interesting, or I'm sort of considering. Um, Why I went do to like a Frasier type thing. A yeah. Frasier? That'd yeah. be that would actually be good. But yeah. then I, do psychology on the radio? I don't. I'd have to go back to school, and I don't want to do that. Yeah. Did, I, did you like how on Frasier he'd just be walking around the studio? Yeah, just talking. Yeah, not into a mic or anything. And that was you know that movie Talk Radio. Mm-hmm. It was that same bit. Where he had, he could switch back and forth between the headphones, um, where he could walk around the studio and talk. I would love that, to be oh, honest yeah. with you. If, and and if, the show each night was about five minutes long. It was like one break, and they're like, okay, that's it for the show tonight. Bye. And talk radio? Yeah. Oh, and in Frasier, too. Yeah, I never watched that piece of crap. You never see them they're just sitting there during the commercial breaks, bored out of their mind. Like, Same. Oh, God damn it. Oh, Jesus, what are we going to talk about now? Got an hour and a half left. <laughs> what are we doing? God damn. You know get what's, chunks in here. Yeah, get chunks in. <laughs> time to abuse chunks. Kill get, some time. Get the tw- get the taser. And I don't even know if people understand. Nah, I'm not going to talk about it. Or if people just don't understand how, like, four hours a night. It's a long time. And the monsters do five. Which I'm just yeah. like, oh, jeez. But to do f- that much, well, you're trying to do something different. You're trying to come up with something creative. And yet people are so still amazingly critical. Like, even think about it. Think about how long George Lucas worked on that, worked on that piece of crap, Star Wars. Um, the last three of them. He, he put, what, the last ten years into that? Yeah. And they still sucked. <laughs> but, yeah, I'm sure he looks at them and thinks, oh, they were great. This is, I'm sure he's sitting there at some point and watching, and like, man, this is great. Everybody's going to love this. How could they not love this? <laughs> and then you go see it, and you're just like, wow, this is awful. Absolutely awful. And then we're critical. Yeah. After he works all the time on it. You know what? That's going to be my thing now. I don't like people criticizing us. I'm not going to criticize anything else from this point <laughs> forward. That's going to make uh, radio interesting. I know. That's the odd thing. Do you realize how many jobs are built around being negative? Yeah. Like, that's our whole first hour yesterday. 
was just bashing Star Wars Revenge of the Sith. Otherwise, what are we going to do? Get in here, Chunks. Oh, wait, Chunks isn't here. Yeah, Giant Brian. I haven't seen it yet, but does, does Jar Jar die? No. Ah. Yeah, I'll spoil that one for you. I wish. I don't want to ruin it. But you know what? That could have made the movie. I guarantee you it would have gotten a pop if somehow Jar Jar ends up dying. Instead, he's like someone important. He a... yeah. I'm not going to talk about it anymore. I feel already like a dork. Yeah, I, I couldn't believe I saw him walking around and I recognized wearing some him. kind of robe. Recognize I actually flipped off the screen when I saw him. Dubs is like this. F you, like Jar Jar. <laughs> yeah. And then he drank a beer and crushed it on his head and did threw it at the screen too. Yeah. It was so funny when we were out there too. Uh, hey Jar Jar, give me a hell of yeah. We were sitting there yelling because we went with SBK and Jimmy D. And so we'd be walking around and be like, Oh my God, is that Jimmy D from the Shannon Burke show? And Stop SP- it. Stop, guys. I just want to watch the movie. And then SBK. And the funny thing is, no one cared. No. <laughs> they did it. But SBK did the same thing in the bathroom to him. Mm. And SBK's like, damn. Is that Jimmy D? And it's the same thing. No one really cared. <laughs> but he's still like, stop. Don't blow my cover. <laughs> Jimmy Um. Oh, Empty Howie, who just left here. Empty Howie, you're in the hideout. What's going on, Heavy? What's no. up? Hey, man, I just want to let your boy Bateman know that Amazing was sitting at the 7-Eleven down there next to I-4, waiting for him to get off work. <laughs> <laughs> Did you leave her there? I, 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 I done dropped her off. She done spilled the beans, told me what she said, so I went ahead and dropped her off, gave her a slurpee, and told her to get the hell on the way. <laughs> All right, she gave you a thumbs down, Empty Howie. I'm sorry, but thank you. Bateman, I'll give you the rest of the night off if you want to go get Amazing. He, Bateman got the better deal, and so did she, because she got a Slurpee. Oh, I guess that's true. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, Bateman, I told you. Bateman is a poon hound. You don't want me talking about you being a poon hound? What? Because I'm telling you guys, he's going to end up, this is going to get a lot of tell here. I'm proud of you. Chunks, nothing. Chunks is just going to stare at you longingly, wishing he was your member. Hope. I got big boobs. He'll probably land in your bed just cupping his hand for some runoff. Uh, I'm gonna have to check my bed under my bed every night now. Yeah, that's so dirty. Yeah, Link. I just got a quick question for number two. Is she single? Number two, are you? Oh, a little bit of a love connection, possibly. I am. <laughs> uh, wow. You want? Janet, to, will you be willing to go out? Sure. <laughs> wow! Look at this. I'm taking your point. <laughs> number one. Number one was telling us earlier that he thought Link was kind of cute. <laughs> I, we have. Number one is under homo suspicion. Yeah, definitely. I, I, I don't know why it is, but number one is under homo well, I'll suspicion. I'll tell you why it is, because he uh, checks out guys. I've seen him do it, and he watches some weird uh, brown porn. Okay, that's all you have to go into. And it's okay, number one. In fact, I would be so happy if we ended up having a, a, a homosexual intern. Right? Another one? I, well, well, other than Chunks. Why would you be so happy? I'm a big believer in diversity. You're a big I, guy? I, I'm in... Stop. Big burly bear stud. My, I'm just curious why you would be so happy. No, because I'm a big believer in diversity. Because my like, radar has been going off. I like, what? uh... <laughs> it's centering on home. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no wonder it's going off constantly. You're walking around with it yourself. Well, look at this. Link and intern number two. Possibly a little bit of a love connection there. Ah, uh, Dubs, that makes my heart happy. 
I love it when people find people. And I needed that because your heart was in a little bit of trouble there for a bit. Man, I'm not kidding you. Mm -hmm. This last couple of weeks, especially this last week, I've had such a tough time. Um, not breathing, but I'm just tired. <laughs> I'm just constantly tired. Yeah, Lynn. I got I got two things I want to ask you real quick, Lynn, before we go off the air. One, um, I know you guys. I know it's kind of ahead of schedule, but uh, football season being around the corner. Mm-hmm. Fancy football. Can oh, we yes. do something possibly about that on Yahoo? I was thinking about making up a uh, public team for us. For the Let hideout. me tell you what we do. Get a bunch of people together, do stuff like that. Okay. We do, we do a hideout fantasy football league every year. And uh, we draft the teams, and whoever scores the lowest that week has to stun. So that's how we do it. Yeah, it depends on who. I mean, if you want to get in, because um, this is something we did last year. We had it on our old website, RadioHideout.com. I think we went through ESPN last year, and we posted it online. And whoever got the fewest points, like Dub said, that week had to do a stunt on Tuesday. And, God, the stunts that we did, Ugh. there was, I mean, Marital aids involved. There was icy hot. There was uh, there was a lot of like beating yourself up, self-inflicted junk shots. I don't. We're gonna have to work out the legalities of listeners being in the hideout fantasy because we had a couple last year, didn't we? Yeah, we did. Monkey Man was in. He had to take some chair shots. Mm-hmm. Although um, no one ever heard that on the air. Oh yeah, because he he swore. Well, you know what we ought twice. To <laughs> we we ought to get the videos. Of that, and see if we can put those up on realradio.fm because we got all those videos of the stunts too, just so you can see. Maybe that'll be a little preview for the uh, yeah. hideout fantasy I, football. I still league. have them on uh, DVD at home, so maybe we can convert Ooh, it. That's true too, and we still have that video of uh, smashing chunks' PS2, which, by the way, to me, maybe still is the greatest segment in the hideout ever. What was your other question, Link? I'll just do, I'll even I was about to say we can even step it up a notch even for some some of the people out there since we're quote unquote getting the nerds. Do huh. stock market game too. A stock market game? Yeah, they have that stuff online too. You know, I don't even understand the stock market. This is something, and I I feel silly for it, but I still don't even understand. What don't you understand? The whole idea of it, and why it's so important. Well, I have mean, you thought about it? Like, why does it? Why is it? Why is the stock market so important? Why is it? It's th- kind of a way for corporate and uh, regular, the regular world, to kind of bring the money together. Is that really what it is? I, that's what I've always I'm not, assumed. I'm serious. I, I probably more know, know more about alternators than I do the stock market. I, that's what I always thought. You know, I never looked into it that deeply, but I always thought that was the big thing. Does anybody know? Do you I, know a little bit, Giant Brian? It's pretty much for the uh, the investor to make a cheap buck. You know, yeah. you, you buy low and hopefully you sell high, and it's for corporations just to get extra money. You know, it's kind of like a loan for them without going through a bank so they can spend more money. Is that why, like, our economy hinges on whether it's low or high? If it's high, people are making money? Mm-hmm. I don't even... And that doesn't even make sense to me because it's... So we're basing the entire economy on what the richest people, how much money they're making... I guess if you get down to it, maybe. And that's what it seems like to me. And why does that matter? Because it trickles know- down. You know it trickles down. Shut up. Because <laughs> you know rich people aren't spending their money. That's what I found out, too, after watching this movie, The Corporation. How much is enough money? Genuinely, how much money could you make and be happy with? I'm I don't not- think there's ever enough. That's the problem. That's what's going to end up being the downfall of America, I swear to you. That will be the downfall of not only America, but probably society as a whole. That these people cannot have enough money. 
I honestly can say this with a true heart, and maybe this will screw us in negotiations uh, at some point in our careers, but I think I would be perfectly happy living off of $100,000 a year. I think a hundred thousand dollars. Okay, you can keep your hundred thousand dollars, and I'll take whatever extra we're supposed to be making. I don't want that in writing, and that is not legally binding. However, think about it, and that's even a little high. A hundred thousand dollars a year, when you really think about what you need, there's not a lot of stuff that you need. Most people are living simple, happy lives. I would tell you this: this is what I need to be happy: my iPod, my radio. Roof over my head, my gym membership. Right now, I don't have cable. You don't need clothes? No. You don't need food? Well, obviously, you need stuff like that. But I, I could I could still use the same clothes that I've been wearing for a while. I don't need new clothes. I just went and dropped $175 on clothes. That was the first time I've been clothes shopping in three years. And it's probably going to be the last time I go clothes shopping for another three years. 175 bucks every three years. I think that's okay. I'm not lying to you, though. I got my regular old car. I don't think I'll need one for a while. I do. <laughs> I guess you do, J-Dubs. I'll take yours. Why don't you walk? And honestly, well, I'm not even going to say because that would give some stuff away. Yeah, I could walk to work from where I live. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, that's why I wasn't stressing it too bad, mm-hmm. because no matter what, I can get to work. And, you know, I could always give you a ride, yeah. too. I don't mind picking you up. Or take... But if you think about the stuff that you have... I'm going to tell this to you, Adam, as a recent college graduate. <laughs> don't go stocking up a lot of crap that you don't need. Don't go spend the money on TVs and and useless things. You don't need all that. I'm, I have a beautiful big TV that I love. And you've been paying on for a year and will continue to pay for another three years. No, i got two months left on it, two or three months. And then I smash it in with a baseball no. bat. <laughs> I would love to take a bat to your TV. Because the smash and the shattering would just be a fork. Let's do that tomorrow. Not I'll even I'll drive you. Not even on the air. Here's the other thing I like to do. I like to get your cat Sadie Lou and love her. Swing it around, throw it into the TV. She's been trying to run away a lot lately. Good. I always have to tackle her outside. Her tail's all puffed up. Get back here, Lou. Has she made it to the street yet? No. We can only hope. Why? What's the, with the hate for my cat? I'll tell you this. If she ever does get run over, can we get her um, taxidermied with tire marks still in? Keep her no, around? No, Use her I, as a paper but weight? she will get stuffed when she dies. Happy? Yeah. You better watch it, man. Pete is probably listening to this, you know. <laughs> Not going to like the fact that you're there talking about taxidermied cats and running yeah. them over. That's fine. Yeah, even I'll say half them. I don't want to run her over, but if she did get run over, I'm not going to cry. Be cute to have her tail as a little keychain. <laughs> I'm going to put her up above the uh, walkway into the to the office. No, she stays right on my couch. Here's what I want. I want a stuff to Sadie Lou Pinata. A what? All right. Now you're just being racist. No. We'll take a break. We'll come back. We'll wrap up the hideout. Interesting how you said pinata. It's the hideout, Real Radio 104.1. Come on. It's weekend. Welcome back into the hideout. I am Hefe. That is Dubs. 
Last segment of the week in the hideout, Real Radio 104.1, open, open door policy. Did you get the picture I sent you? Yes. How'd you like it? It's evil. Why? That's an evil cat. No, it isn't. I sent it to Bateman, too. I like it. It's going to be the new screensaver back here. No. Awesome. Not. Don't take down the Olsen twins. Hey, welcome to the zoo. <laughs> Woo-hoo! It is so true. Yeah. In just a few minutes, we'll be heading down to the downtown Church Street block party with the Monsters, Mako's block party, Buddy's big celebration. We're going to go out and say hi and shake some hands. I'll be wearing my Make gal- sure you go out there and get some baby shake some hands. Um, Dubs is dirty, but you're still going anyway? Yeah. Well, I cleaned up. You notice? I took a bath in the uh, bathroom here. Like Chunks? Yeah. It's as if you were Chunks. I know. Get Chunks on the phone real fast. He's pretty messed up. You ready to talk to him? He's he's really messed up, but it might be fun. If he answers his phone, you know him. All right, call Chunks. And his message box is full for some reason. Why? How did that happen? God, what a week this week. Wow. What? I got this email from Mike Rogers, congressman from Michigan. What did it say? It's just about the economic growth since he's been congressman. Yeah, I hear things in Michigan are real good right now. <laughs> yeah. Just like the rest of the country. He's such a douchebag. <laughs> I'll send it to you. You can just look at this guy. Have you ever seen a picture of him? Yeah, I know who he is. I need to get to know who our Congress people are since we just moved here. want to know who uh, who's representing us. Here in Central Florida, Orlando area, mostly Democrat, Republican, pretty split like the rest of the nation. What's going on around here? You're in the Bible Belt. It's Republican city down here. Really? Even like in the city, around the city area? I, I moved from Denver, and I feel it's real, real conservative Oh, yeah, down you, here. you came from Denver. Please, a bunch of hippies in Denver. <laughs> I know that. I know Colorado. I've been, I've been, every, it's so funny because everywhere, everywhere thinks they're the Bible Belt. Yeah. I mean, I was in Texas. Lubbock was the buckle of the Bible Belt. Then I went up to Michigan, Ew. and mid-Michigan was the Bible Belt. Dude, a bunch of dudes undoing it. <laughs> then we're in D.C., and they say Northern Virginia is the Bible Belt. Yeah, that, that's just bull. D.C. is pretty liberal. Yeah, very. Especially the Northern Virginia area. And it's so funny, because those Republicans, they don't believe that. Like the Congress people. Yeah. I can't tell you how many, like, Republican Hill staffers I knew. Like, this is just what we have to say. I cannot tell you the stories of the specific Republican stuff, staffers that I know. Partying on the weekends, going out, getting obliterated. Just the insanity that went on. Republican Hill staffers. And they're like, eh, whatever. Chunks, you're in D.C. right now, aren't you? Yeah. You dead yet? Not yet, but I think it's coming soon. Ew. How was your, uh, how was your uh, graduation? It was awesome, man. I actually, I actually got to graduate. I was really waiting for something bad to happen, but it didn't. Well, wait till you I get back. Degree. Wait till you I get back, because we got a few things to punish you over. I didn't do it, man. Were you on I Ron- didn't cuss. You were on Ron and Fez? Were you on Ron and Fez talking trash about us? I was not talking trash. That's what I heard. They're lying, man. Who, Ron and they're Fez? All- no, they're all trying to get me. Who? Them. You know it's not chicks. They don't want you. I know. Hey, did you hear? What happened? You got to be punished because you're supposed to be out at Mako's tonight, stunting. 
I wasn't supposed to be out of makeup because I was supposed to graduate. <laughs> That's how drunk he is. You're so wasted right now. I know. I only had a few beers. How much money did you get for graduating? Not that much. How much? Two dollars. I heard. I heard you got a pretty good amount. I got a little bit. I heard you're upwards of near two grand now. Oh, that'd be awesome. Close. Getting that. You know what else I hear? What happened? You owe me about a grand for staying in my apartment for the last six weeks. What? And you know what else? Yeah. You know what else? One other final. Tell us how much you miss us. I miss. Don't care. <laughs> Beat it. Not interested in you. Well, I want to thank Adam. Thank you for coming in, bro. Brought your own headphones. Not only bring his own headphones, uh, went and bought them on his way up here. So he's preparing. It's an investment for the Friday night open door right. policy. Thank you guys for having me. Of course. Link, always good to see you, my friend. Thank you for participating. Good to be here, as always. And uh, Giant Brian, as usual, you're our favorite. Right. Just because you were the first. And until we get a regular hot chicken, you'll be our favorite. <laughs> so uh, it's not that hard to become back, our Back in D.C., I hated every listener that came in, about like 99% of them. I actually like these listeners, which it, is odd. Isn't that odd? Because you did. He hates everybody. He's actually taking the time to, uh, to like you guys. We're headed down, downtown Church Street, for the Monsters, Makos, Block Party. We'll see you guys down there. Monday, uh, I'm actually going to D.C. this weekend. I'll be back Monday afternoon, J-Dubs. Although I don't know if I should rely on you picking me up in your car. So, Bateman, I guess you'll be picking me up. Um, but wake up Monday in the morning with the Monsters. Shannon Burke middays, Phelps fall in the afternoon. We'll be back Monday night at 7 with our weekend recap game. Whose weekend was it? Until then, go Mavs and we out, bitch. 5,000. 5,000. They will get a little something extra. It was all in my tongue, and I can feel it going down. <clears throat> when it starts getting hot, it's hot. I got thick food. Lady Luck. To Mexico. I hate vagina. I got thick food. Yeah. I got a problem with end people. My mama's gonna die. Your new queer friend, Chunks. I I just retarded. I I just retarded. I I just retarded. Influencible. Influential. <laughs> Everyone knows it goes. Kick him to the floor. Step on them hard. Step on them hard. Kick him to the floor. Cause I, I be smacking my hoes. I be smacking my hoes. I, I be smacking my hoes. Not interested. I thought. I, 5,000.